across the UK, online and on DAB. We are Talk. Talk Radio. Give it some lip. Talk Radio. So we're going to make it hard for ourselves, as per you, as per every so often, new and newish callers only tonight, please. So if you're a regular, if you've called a lot, thank you very much. You can listen. But don't call in. If you've never called in or you've only done it once or twice, tonight is your night on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We go. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one. Whoa! Hey! Whoa! Hang on a second. No. Um, it's because it won't pick. We're having a little bit of trouble. I say we. Let me start again. <clears throat> uh, well, I'm having a little bit of trouble with the old. Um, what do they call it? What do they call it? The internet. In that there are two. Uh, I can bore you with this. Yes, I will. While you you're all rushing to your phones to call in. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh, new callers, new and newish callers only tonight, please. If we can be so bold. Now, 
I'm aware that we may have completely um, spaffed off all of our new callers in previous new caller nights only. I'm aware that that may be the case. Um, what with us being a new, what with us being the best show on at this time of the night with the lowest audience figures, um, and we've done about maybe three or four kind of newish caller nights, and we might not have any newish callers left, which could make the next three hours. A little bit tricky, huh? But uh, we'll have a go. You know, why not? The the worst that will happen is it will be me sat here for three hours talking to myself. That's That's the worst case scenario, right? That's the worst thing that could happen. And I can, I can dig that. Can you dig it? Yeah, I know. So, um, if you've never called in before, and I'm aware, Kath, could you come and fiddle with the aircon because it's flipping hot, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's cooling down or not. Seven up, cooling down. Um, I'm aware that as a listener, it can sometimes seem that the show is a little bit um, niche or cliquey. The Americans insist on saying click when they mean clique. And that means that some people in this country, because we, we take a lot of cues from the Americans, uh, that some people in this country say click instead of click. And it is one of the most annoying things known to me. Oh, it's, uh, they're, they're in their own click. Mm? No, 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 they're not. They're in a clique. They're in a clique, you see. Not a clique. Oh, wait, 444991000. We call you back. Uh, I'm aware, as a listener to the show, um, you hear the kind of usual, and this is not in any way a criticism of the usuals and the regulars. I like the usuals. Most of them. There's two I don't. Um, I like the, uh, the regulars and the kind of the, um, almost the soap opera aspect you get of it, of the stories that, that kind of wend their way through the, sh- the, the shows. Um, but I am aware that we don't have many listeners and cards on the table. We don't have many listeners and, um, it's not really possible for me to, um, pick and choose the callers uh that come on you know the, the ideal situation is you have you have hundreds of callers and it, it, it's a pallet and some people may call up and you'll say well you were on yesterday so why don't you give us a call in a couple of days time and other places lbc and absolute well, we could do that it's fine here we you know we haven't and um it tends to be if you call up you'll get on even if you were on an hour ago you'll get on and that's fine you know and that's just the way it is with um uh, a new station and i kind of you know i kind of knew that was going to be the case and that's fine um but I, as a listener if you're maybe a little bit nervous or apprehensive or thinking well i would like to call in um about that but i feel a little bit uncomfortable at doing so because uh, you know, well tonight's the night um, if you play your cards right. Tonight's the night for kind of doing that and for picking up the phone and dialing 0844-499-1000 and calling in. Um, and I'm going to make it a little bit easier as well because, as you know, on this show, we don't really come in with loads of stuff to talk about and say, well, this is what we're going to talk about this evening. But, but... 
I don't mind doing that a little bit tonight and kind of giving you a little nudge. So, you can call in about anything you want, as per usual, but there is one thing, one thing that I need to ask you. Now, I, w- I bought, for some reason, I don't know why, I never buy this. I bought Q Magazine. I was, I've got this, I've got into this terrible new routine, which is, is, is gonna bite me on the arse at some point. But I drive into work and I drive past uh, a service station on the M4 and I stop in there and I get my soya latte. Three pound fifty it cost me. Three pounds fifty for a, a soya latte. It, I know, what a ponce, but three pounds fifty? That's ridiculous. If I have one of those every day on the way into work, that's like five days a week. It was 30 quid, something like that. I'm going to be skint. And I'm, uh, well, anyway. So I I was in there to do it. And for some reason, it takes the lad in the Costa, in the service, it takes him absolutely ages to make the coffee. I mean, just like forever. It doesn't start well because there's three lads that work there and they're always chatting by the fridge. Always chatting. I'll get to the point of the phone in a minute. They're always chatting by the fridge. And I always have to say rather loudly, excuse me, guys. Can I get a coffee, please? So uh, that slows things down. And then he takes ages. And so I pop off into the Smiths while he's um, spending forever making my soya latte. I'm, and soya is like, is soya's a nut, is it? A nut or a seed or something. How the hell do they get milk out of a nut? Is it a nut or a, it's a, is it like wheat? I genuinely don't know. And you should always know what you're putting in your mouth, kids. I genuinely don't know. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Uh, is soya a, a nut or a wheat? Right. And how do they get milk from it? Oh! Oh, I've got to remind you what I've been doing, tell you what I've been doing with my dog, right? Because my dog's in season, right? And I took her to the vets before she was in season because we want to get her done. We want to get her what's it. Uh, I, what, I don't know when they get, um, uh, is it spayed? Is that what they do to the thing? Is, do they cut the womb out? Is that what happens? So many questions. I wasn't going to be talking about any of this. I think they, they can do it now. Keyhole. But Alan, I'll come to you in a minute. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Um, they can do it now, keyhole surgery, which is a little bit more expensive. And the downside of the keyhole surgery is the dog doesn't have to wear a cone around its neck, which is, and I made, <laughs> when I went to the vets to talk about getting the dog spayed, and they said, well, you can have it keyhole surgery, which is, which is great for the dog because they don't have to wear the cone around the neck. And I said, oh, that's a shame. I like the cone. I think it looks funny. And I got a dirty look from the girl behind the thing at the vets. And I said, don't you think it looks funny? She went, no, I don't. I said, oh, you don't like chucking food into it and watching it spin around? She said, no, I don't. But, um, so going to get her spade. They cut out it. Is it, have I got this right? I literally have no idea. They just, they cut the womb out of the dog. Is that it? Is that what they do? Anyway. So the dog season comes every... I'll get to the point in Q in a minute. It's genuinely... It's, if it's true, it's the most interesting thing you're ever going to hear about Simon and Garfunkel, right? But, um... 
So you can only, the, right, the dog has a season every six months, right? And you can only get the dog spayed. The best time to get the dog spayed is three months after a season. So right in between, right? Um, because if you get it either side, things swell up and it's difficult to get bits and pieces out. So the vet explained to me. And I didn't know when, this is her second season. I didn't know when the first season was. I wasn't really paying attention. So I took her into the vets um, about a month ago to see if they could check and see if she was nearly in season. And she said, well, what you're going to have to do, basically, is you're going to have to wait for the next season and then come in three months after that finishes. All right, fine, I can do that. But, and here's the thing that I now find myself doing to my dog, right, is um, the vet was playing with the dog's nipples, right? And she said, oh, the reason I'm doing that is because um, when they're in season and for a while after they're in season, they produce milk. <laughs> so, um, I, and the dog's, you know, she's, she's in season. She's a little bit cuddly. She's, she's been humping, um, Ducky quite a lot, which is this giant duck. She humps that really. But, you know, she's obviously not feeling great, uh, as she wouldn't be. Jane and Alan, I promise I will come to you in a minute. 0844 499 is the phone number. We call you back. Um, um, but so I've been giving her lots of stomach rubs, right? And, as I've been rubbing her stomach, I have noticed that her nipples are engorged. So I have, and this isn't, I don't think, I don't think this is bestiality. I don't think so. But I have been trying to milk my dog. Um, Nothing's come out yet, right? Nothing has come out yet. This is absolutely true, right? Is this cruel? Is this animal cruel? I mean, I don't mean viciously. I'm not like it's a cow. I'm not tugging away not hooking her up to a machine i've just been gently squeezed you know and um i've been living at home on my own for three weeks right so i've kind of become a little bit feral everyone comes back on saturday i've kind of become a little bit feral if milk comes out tomorrow how bad is it of me to try it how i mean no no everyone's pulling faces as though what i've just said is disgusting but we drink cow milk. We drink goat milk. Some people even drink sheep milk. It, it would only be a drop. It would only be a drop of dog milk. Is there... This isn't the question I was going to ask you to uh, at, at all. I want to ask you something about Simon and Garfunkel that I found out in Q magazine. That I can't believe it's true and I need your help to tell me if it's true or not. Um, but instead, instead of Simon and Garfunkel, the question I'm asking you this evening is... Is it wrong of me to um, drink uh, dog's milk if I can get her to lactate tomorrow? 0844-499-1000. Jane, Alan, I'll speak to you in a second. This is Talk Radio. I think I've got Periscope working, but I'm not totally sure. I've had to put it... I've had to do that thing that, you know when you can't get a phone signal and you you you... People move, do the thing where they hold it up and move it around. That doesn't actually have any effect, does it? It's like, you know, the old phones used to have um, the pull-out aerials in. You know they didn't do anything. They were just put there to make you think th- that they were doing something, but they weren't connected to anything. That was all a con. It was a psychological thing, I think. Is it working on Periscope? I've got a feeling we may be eating up my data. Who cares, guys? Right. New and newish callers only, please. 0844 499 1000. We call you back. Don't forget, I do want to ask you something about Simon and Garfunkel, but um, uh, Alan's on the line. Good evening, Alan. 
Evening. Evening, Alan. How are you doing, boss? You're right. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I've started listening to talk radio since the Olympics started. My oh. uh, I used to watch, I used to listen to Five Live, but I was just deaf by Olympics, so I thought I'd try listen to something else. I here's the thing, right? And we did brilliantly in the Olympics. Well done, all of our Olympic athletes. Superb work. I didn't see any of it though because I, it, it, it's all a bit boring, isn't it? It's just overkill, you know. Again, I, like you, I don't begrudge our athletes, you know, fantastic performance, but it's just it's just to death on the television. I can't, you know, it's too much. And well, they they covered it all on Five Live, didn't they? So you'd have it all the flipping time, wall to wall, pretty much. Yeah. Um, are there any sports, Alan, that um, get you horny? <laughs> uh, football, international cricket as well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, see, the, the cricket for me, here's a, I've never understood um, the appeal of cricket. Anything that, w- that, any sport that involves taking a break for lunch to me just seems an excessive um, amount of time to be spent on, on one activity. It's a very, and also, unless you're bowling or batting, it's a bit dull, isn't it? Well, I think the, the new twenty twenty four might be a bit more exciting. Oh yeah, that's like yeah. Pop, that's pop cricket, isn't it? That's where they you just you just go hell for leather. Absolutely, it's just more exciting to watch. Yeah. I um I do like a little bit of darts. And is that a sport? I don't know. Well, do, do, have you not seen those guys, Alan? They are in the peak of physical fitness. <laughs> you couldn't say that 30 years ago, could you? <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, I, 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 I don't drink anymore, but I, I, it would be great to be able to drink for one day and just go and get absolutely stinking drunk at a darts match. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, d- d- Darts and snooker, I can dig. Here's the thing, Alan, right? Now they are um, uh, gradually... And I, I think this should be, because the next Olympics are in Japan, I think, 2020 in Japan. Yeah. And um, each host country is allowed to introduce a new sport. So I would um, like Japan to introduce video games. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Video games as a competitive sport, because if darts and um snooker are considered sports and they are considered sports by some people then um video games should be as well but then you'd have to think about what sort of video game and you'd have to have different categories i assume uh yeah well yeah of course you'd have you'd have um like call of duty like you're running around shooting games yep you'd have um that would uh, you you uh, grand theft auto there you go you just have grand theft auto Oh, the IOC, we wouldn't like that, promoting violence. Oh, flipping that. No, because, but you, you're allowed to give bribes in Grand Theft Auto, so the IOC would love that. <laughs> well, it's too close to core values, that, isn't it? Yeah, bribes. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, and the thing, the thing I don't get about the Olympics and the Paralympics this year, right? The Russians, the cheating Russians, right? So the Paralympic Committee said, yeah, we're going to ban the Russians because they're cheats. It's obvious. And, but the Olympic Committee said, no, we're not going to ban them. How how dodgy is that? Well, I mean, Russia's not the only country that's got, you know, cheaters. I mean, it's this politically motivated against Russia, I think. You know, it's, it's a very really? political... You know, I think the I- IOC is very political, you know. 
there's a lot of stuff going on in the background. I think, you know, the sport's always been infiltrated by politics for years. Um, so you're, hang on a minute, you're suggesting, Alan, that the, the reason that the Russian Paralympics have been banned, and some of the Russian uh, Olympians uh, were banned, isn't because of the drugs, it's, it's politics. Absolutely, yeah. They hate Putin, basically. Oh. Well, it, I think go on. There's more to it than meets the eye, I think. You know, politics has been involved in sport for such a long time. You know, going back to, you know, when there was Soviet Union as well, you know. But they are, I mean, they are dodgepots. Are oh, they? I'm, doping does happen in Russia, but it's not the only country. You know, there were, how many cheaters were there the, at this year's Olympics? everyone then says everyone does that lazy thing of going well they should all be allowed to take drugs then and i don't think that i think everyone should be pure um if they're going to be um a sporty thing but um well who was well no don't give us any names but people were on drugs at this olympics were they well i'm talking about athletes who were previously you know caught up and and then they were kind of rehabilitated and came back in yeah you know, in my view if you if you're if you're caught doping or whatever you should be banned for life yeah yeah you know so it's one rule for one country and then you know one rule for the rest but hang on a minute do you know what we've just done alan we've just fallen into the trap of talking about the olympics <laughs> which is what well, you're gonna go back to five live now we've 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 lost you I doubt it. I doubt this is quite an eclectic show, actually. It's quite... It's because there's no sort of set structure, you never know what you're gonna, what's going to happen to me, honestly. Well, this is the, this is the thing, Alan. Uh, this is what, what I'm, I'm wondering. My, the, the, the art I'm trying to perfect is coming in to the show with nothing. Um, and um, in many ways, that reflects... In, it, it almost tallies with the listener figures. But um, I'm, I'm wondering if... if by not being structured, by not having, you know, three topics to talk about uh, over each hour, whether that's scaring some people away. But you've called in. Yeah, we're just, I, I'm sure, you know, as British people, we've all got something to talk about, something to moan about, something to gripe about, you know, so it's, I don't think you have to have a set topic, really. No, I don't, I don't. What, what else do you normally listen to then, Alan? Are you a bit of a radio geek? It's just, it's mainly Five Live, but as I yeah. say, with the Olympics, it's just, it's just turned me off, so. Yeah. Um, I like Galloway's show on, on Talk Radio, that's kind of drawn me to Talk Radio as well, so. He's, um, he's good, Galloway, he's very tiny, because I, I, I follow him on a, 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 a Friday, and I have to kind of swap studio, take the studio over. He's very wee, but I do, I, I like Galloway, I don't agree with a lot of his politics, I agree with some of them. Um, but uh, even though I don't agree with him, I quite like listening to him. He's a good listen. He is, he is. He's got a lot of character. He and is. Uh, he's quite knowledgeable as well. Just, can I give my point on your, the, the whole dog? Yes, uh, dog milk. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably say probably not, because perhaps if you're on a desert island by yourself with the dog, there yeah. might be justification, but yeah. uh, <laughs> probably not. I'd I'm say. not going to, you know, I'm not going to suckle. I'm just gonna milk it between my thumb and forefinger, and then, like, literally a drop will come out. Uh, uh, Alan, you sound quite young. I'm guessing you're, you don't have you don't have kids or anything. Uh, not yet. No. Okay. Right. Um, if you are lucky enough to be blessed with oh, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand, by the way, Jane, um, uh, uh, coming to you in a minute. If you are lucky enough to be blessed to have children, 
um, uh, and your your um, uh, partner is blessed to be able to provide the milk uh, for those children, you will often, over the, the first few months, open your fridge and there will be little containers of breast milk. Which um, is perfectly normal, yeah. Which, okay. which is perfectly normal. And um, I've dipped my finger in that and, and had a little taste. Well, there are some people who do that regularly, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, there was a woman on... Speaking of... There was a woman on Nick Ferrari the other day, right? And she was in the the news two years ago because she was breastfeeding her five-year-old daughter, right? And then she came on Ferrari again a couple of weeks ago to talk about something else. And as way of introduction, he said, and of course, Jane, whatever her name was, we spoke to you two years ago because you were breastfeeding your five-year-old. And I'm guessing your little child is, is seven now. She went, yeah, that's right. And are you still breastfeeding? <laughs> and she said yes oh my god to a seven-year-old right and people on twitter and on periscope are calling me a deviant because i want to milk my dog <laughs> i would well, say that what? out of the two mine is less deviant than that just <laughs> well yeah just just yeah. i'll give you I mean, have you have you heard of the concept of placental encapsulation before placenta encapsulation is that like what they did with han solo when they froze him Oh, I'm not really into sci-fi, but okay. basically, I, I, well, I work in a sort of recruitment role, and we had someone come in and introduce themselves, and one of their hobbies was placental encapsulation, so I said, well, so what's that? And apparently, it's the, the uterus that comes out with the, with the, with oh, the yeah. birth. It, oh. it, gets, it gets dried and ground up and put into tablets, and people take it. Apparently, it's a, it's a, it has real good health benefits. I know that people, um, where I used to live in North London, Ugh. And it was full of yummy mummies who, um, I know some of them ate, they like, had like, but they have, you get placenta paella. Yeah. Uh, and they cook and all that stuff. And so I know that goes on. But you, what, I could go online and buy, like, placenta tablets. Well, basically, that, that was her little cottage industry she had, yeah? Jeez, <laughs> what a cottage. What a, what a thing. Uh, Alan, listen, man, I'm glad you found us. Five's loss is our gain. So thank you very much, man. We'll speak again. Yeah, all right. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta. 0844 It's going to be slow going tonight in, in terms of volume of calls, but I always find when we do these um, new caller nights, the quality of calls is excellent. So, uh, yeah, I may have to... Um, well, I will have to work a bit harder. Jane, I promise I'll come to you after the break. I will have to work a little bit harder, and, um, you know, but the calls that we, we get seem to be excellent. Listen, don't be nervous. Alan there didn't have anything to call in about. He just wanted to phone up and say that um, he'd switched off Five Live and he'd found Talk Radio. Um, so, yeah, you know, you haven't got anything... have to have anything to say. 0844 499 1000 is the phone number. We call you back. This is Talk Radio. New and newish callers only, please. Uh, you can call in and talk about anything. I've got a question to ask about Simon and Garfunkel in a minute. I'm slapping my copy of Q magazine. Because I read something in there that I didn't know about one of their records. And um, it's kind of blown my mind a little bit. But we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. What have we spoken about so far? Um, milking dogs, the Olympics, whether video gaming is a sport... Um, and anything else you want. If you just want to check in and say, do you know what? I made it. I made it to Thursday. We've almost made it to September. And it's hard work sometimes, isn't it? Just making it. 
I've had a, uh, the, the, the last couple of days, man, my head has really taken me to some very, very dark places. Um, and uh, it's, it's been, oh, it comes a nice cold water. Look at that. It's hot in there, isn't it? Ah, thank you. Um, and my head has taken me to some very dark places. Um, so, you know, if you just want to check in and say, hey, man, I made it. Or, hey, man, one of my friends didn't make it this week. Yeah, you know, it happens. 0844-499-1000. Jane's on the line. Evening, Jane. Hello. Hello, Jane. Hi. Hey, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm a brand new caller. Brand new. First... Brand new caller. Are you a first-time caller? I'm a first-time caller and a first-time listener tonight. So oh. how's that? Hey, well, you're putting a lot of other people to shame. How how comes you're you're listening for the first time this evening? Well, this is an absolute coincidence because this very morning, this morning, I was listening to Adam Buxton's podcast because oh, I love Adam Buxton. Oh yeah, and he was talking to you. Oh, lovely! And I Adam didn't Buxton. know you had a talk radio show and all of that, so I was listening to your <laughs> little podcast with him, which was fantastic, by the way. And um, there's nothing on after 10 o'clock on normal radio, so I don't <laughs> normally listen after 10 because they're really awful, on, especially talk radio, you know, not music stuff. And, yeah, um, yeah, when I found out you had a show, I thought, oh, I'll tune in. And then you said, oh, I'm asking you for you. Jane, you are, you are unusual in as much as eight. What, what a brilliant timing that you found us, and thank you so much. And I, you know, I hope it works for you, and I hope you stick with us. But if you don't, if it doesn't, you know, thanks for giving it a try. But uh, no, it's, and I <laughs> well, genuinely you talking about lactating dogs <laughs> and things. I might go back. <laughs> <laughs> I know, um, but to 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 call in on your first ever listen, I mean, bravo, Jane. Bravo. I'm, I'm nervous. Nervous. Must no, uh, yeah, no, I'm sure you are, and I. Uh, it's a weird. It's a weird thing phoning in a radio show. I haven't done it for a long time, right? I- I've been interviewed on the phone on the radio, and that's fine. But when I've phoned in a radio show as just like a punter, it, I get I get nervous, and I get really my right leg starts trembling. Oh, I get that. So don't worry about being nervous. It'll be over in like that, and you, the phone you put the phone down. You go, oh blimey, what was that? Um, but Adam Buxton's good, isn't he? I'm a big fan oh, of yeah. Adam. Big fan of his. Well, I found out lots of things. I didn't know. Oh, I didn't even know you'd done that sitcom. No one knew, Jane. Thank <laughs> God. No one, <laughs> so no I must confess, I hadn't watched it. Oh, here's what. Well, ah, well, he, no, well, no one saw it, and it it wasn't that good. It had some moments, but it wasn't that good. Here's a thing that you may not be aware of. Then, and I need to remind Adam of this. In that po- in that podcast, Adam and I talk about a TV show we did about six years ago called The Persuasionists, and we jokingly say in, in his podcast um, that we should have a, a cast reunion where we all watch an episode and do like a commentary on it. Yeah. Um, well, every member of the cast has agreed to this on Twitter. Oh. They've all said, yeah, right, yeah, we'll do that. Um, and I just remembered that, and that was about a month ago. And no one has pursued it. So tomorrow, I'm going to email um, Adam and um, Jared Christmas and uh, Daisy and uh, Simon and... Is that it? Am I missing... Am I, missing I don't one? know. Don't, you, you, you've <laughs> never seen it. Uh, but I'm going to email them, and I'm going to try and arrange it and see if we can do that. And, um, oh, maybe and then you can release it on DVD, which it probably hasn't <laughs> happened, has no, it? Hasn't. There if you go. If you go to... I think if you type it into Amazon, the last time I looked, it says, um, date to be announced, you know, date to be announced or oh. confirmed or something. And it's been saying that for the last five years. So it won't be happening. Um, you won't but be... if you put it on... You put it out on Twitter that you're yep. doing the commentary, 
and everything, and then people will pre-order it. Oh, you see, and this that is will it. force Amazon. To that put it and that's how it works. Have you? Um, are you a fan of Scroobius Pip? No. Oh. Uh, well, no, I'm not not a fan of his. I, I've never listened to him really. No, he's got a podcast as well, hasn't he? He's got a podcast, and I think he's been on Adam's podcast, and Adam's been. On his podcast, it gets a bit incestuous. All these these, mm. these these podcastings, and I don't know much about Scroobius Pip. I'm going to start checking out his podcast this week, and I've just ordered his book. And um, I like one of his songs, "Thou Shalt Not." I think it's called. It's not. It's, it's oh brilliant. yes, I know. That's, yes. that's a brilliant, brilliant song. Really clever yeah, and really funny. Yeah. And I heard him on. Um, I've just started listening to Six Music quite a lot. Yes, me too. Um, Fantastic. It's good, and I, and I keep finding these. I, I'm constantly shazamming it because I keep they keep playing these some there's a load of rubbish on there but every now and then they'll play this brilliant song and i go what the flipping heck is that yeah um i, I did what band did i s- discover the other day jonah's policewoman have you heard of of them no they're brilliant so i've discovered them but um scroobius pip was on um uh i want to say mark and lard but it's not radcliffe and mcconey mcconey yeah and he he sounded like he sounds just like such a nice gentle you know just like a really lovely soul he looks terrifying yeah but he sounds like such a lovely soul he did a review he was on steve lamack's show yeah on six music and he did a review of a band called fat white family oh, have yeah. you heard of them no i've not heard of them but it's a great band okay. go and look out for them because yep. my son is the drummer in that band oh fantastic really good review on six music I, he hates it when i mention he hates it when i mention <laughs> it on his mum because that's like the most <laughs> thing but anyway so they got a really good review on six music so that was fantastic from, from so scroobius pip. pip likes them so you know oh, well there so you go then you'll have to go and listen out for fat white family i'm gonna listen out for fat white family uh, uh, now you, you you say you bought your boys the drummer what where, at what stage of their career are they at well, they've released um, stuff. They've got an album out called Songs for Our Mothers. Um, oh. And they're touring. He's always touring with them. I never see him. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. On Hang on. Is this, is this them? Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's his boy on the beat. Hey, yeah. this is your boy's back. Let's, let's have a listen. Yeah. Hang on a second. Let's, let's have... Sounds a bit um, Joy Division there. A little bit Joy Division-y. Yeah, a bit Joy Division, bit Fall, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Now, in the video, that lad is... I hope that's not your boy standing that close to the cliff edge. It's not. He's the one on the... um, When you see the band lined up, he's the one on the far right. Okay, all right. It's a good good video, but they really are putting themselves in... There's a fella on a man-made raft, that in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, if you keep watching that video, they do some horrible things to him. Here we go. It's not nice. It's lucky this is radio and not video. So those two main guys are like the main band. Oh, look at that. Oh, God. This is is a really horrible video. I know, it's not nice, is it? It's not nice. It's, yeah. a, it's a little bit homoerotic as well. As well, later on. Yeah, though they've all got their heads shaved, yeah, and they're all wearing camo, yeah. so they look like skins. 
Yeah, no, they're not, though. They're lovely boys. I quite, I, I'm sure they'll <laughs> listen to you. Mum, don't say we're lovely boys on the radio! We're mean! Uh, I, I quite like that. It's not really my cup of tea, but I quite like that. Okay, I there quite, you go. I quite like that. Um, oh, well, that's good. You, 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 listen, all they need is one hit record in America. One hit record, and they are sorted for the rest of their lives. That's Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's what I keep telling him. Um, <laughs> anyway, Scroobius Pip's coming on this show. I know that there are some of his oh. fans listening. He's coming on this show, and I'm going oh, on his podcast do. at some point soon. So, um, that'll be nice. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll listen out for that. Oh, Jane, well, listen, I'm so glad that you found us. Yes, well, I'm going to stick with you now. So you're well, on every night. I'm on Monday to Friday, 10 o'clock yeah. till 1 o'clock. We, there's a podcast we do as well, and we kind of... Um, some nights we have interviews with, like, we have obscure pop stars and pop stars from the 60s, and we have people like John Ronson on, and... Oh, uh, Yeah, we had John Ronson on really early on. And what we're doing as well, because John Ronson was on really early, really early on in the run, and we're not... A lot of people were downloading the podcast. So we're going to repackage all of the old interviews we've done with John Ronson, John Sebastian, and all these people, and we're going to put them out again. So keep checking the podcasts, because mm. um, some of the old interviews that you've missed will we'll, we'll, we'll pop up oh brilliant will do hey nice one jane thank you so much for calling i really appreciate thank it you again take care bye-bye good luck to your boy there we go you see as i said and uh, the, the the trend is true nina you'll, you'll be next this is um um what lovely calls oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand we call you back new and newish callers um only please uh tonight um and the next caller is is nina and it's I know we're only three calls in, but I think already we've had more female callers than we get most nights. And it's a really interesting, um, uh, byproduct, I don't know, of these new and newish caller evenings that we get more women calling in. And I, I really wonder why that is. And I'm aware that we get a lot of blokes calling in, and I, which is absolutely cool, man. I'm fine with that. Um, and it's, um, I'm often scratching my head as to how we can encourage more female callers, um, to call in. And it just seems to happen naturally, organically, when it's new and newish callers. And I wondered if any of you amateur, um, I nearly said psychopaths, uh, psychologists out there and mind sleuths, there's a phrase, I'm copywriting that. Uh, if any of you amateur mind sleuths, oh, that's a good one. Write that down and email it to me, please, Kath, because I'll forget that. That's going to be the title of my second book, Mind Sleuths. The, mi the Mind Sleuths. Um, actually, now I keep saying it, it's not that good, is it? But if anybody has got any ideas why it's mainly blokes calling us, I don't think it's a particularly laddish show. In fact, I don't know, we'll veer into it sometimes. 0844 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> 0844-499-1000. New and newish callers. So if you're a regular, thank you. You're welcome tomorrow. I appreciate your calls. I appreciate you listening. I, r I really do. Um, but just, just don't, you don't have to pick up the phone tonight. Even if you hear me struggling. What's that, um, brilliant scene in, um, Young Frankenstein where Gene Wilder just ordered Gene Wilder's autobiography for a penny. Gene Wilder, um, as Dr. Frankenstein, um, is about to go into the room with the monster and he says to whoever it is, I can't remember if it's the, 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 the woman in it or if it's, um, who's the guy? The guy with the eyes. 
Marty Feldman. Might be Marty Feldman. I don't know who... And he says, I'm going to go in the room with the monster. Whatever you hear in there, do not open the door. And they say, yep, sure. And he goes in. And within seconds, he's going, open the door! Let me out! They're going, no, no. Oh, please! Please, open the door! The point I'm trying to make is, if you hear me struggling and you're a regular caller, don't worry about it, I'll be fine. Um, 0844-499-1000. Nina! Good evening, Nina! Hi, hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Nina. How are you doing? Hi. You're right. Oh, okay. I've only phoned in once, that's so right. I think I've, I've, been, I've been bitten. Yeah, I've oh. been listening, so. Well, that's good. <laughs> what did you phone in yeah. for previously? Well, this is my my point. I think maybe with women, if you give a sort of loose topic, they're more likely to phone in, because that's what made me phone in last time, oh. because you actually said about female callers, so I thought, oh, I've got a half-interesting story, I think. So I rang in, but that's my reason. But, but, but Otherwise, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done. But but the, so hang on. The last time I just said we don't get many female callers. Yeah, that's what made me ring in. I wouldn't class that as a topic, though. I'd I'd class that almost as a challenge. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it's something that triggered me to do it. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have done. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a real interesting one. I'm going to take on ball what you said, Nina, and and and, and kind of kick it around and chew it around in my head. Because but you don't want to plan it. I didn't know exactly what you mean, because then it won't be the show it is. So I, I totally get that. But I'm, I'm not at the moment. At the moment, um, I can, I can confide in you, can't I, Nina? <laughs> and and that's another thing. I think you've got oh. a lot of listeners. No, I know. I, the, no. the way they judge it, I just don't believe it. I think you've got a lot of listeners. I, I, I know. Yeah, you're. Uh, we, we probably have got more than the way they judge it registers. I, fa- I yeah. know we have, because I know we've got a lot online, and we have a lot on Periscope, yeah. and we get 15,000 podcast downloads a day, which is great. But the way that the suits um, sure. judge listener figures, we ain't got that many. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and that is, particularly, you know, as there is a takeover taking place, the suits don't get online and don't get Periscope and don't get podcasts. And yeah. you see this, this, this official figure and go, hmm, that's not very good. How much? Sure. Have we got James Wales' number on a scrap of paper somewhere? Um, so, uh, I can't remember the point I was trying to make. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter <laughs> at all. But, you know, we're all kind of wondering, are our jobs safe here, guys? Um, but, listen to figures, we were saying, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're not brilliant for this show. They're, and, you know, it's, it's it, the, the station's six months old and they're, they're constantly on the up. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But, um, yeah. it would be, it, it, I, I'm just aware that it is, we get maybe one, sometimes two women calling a night, right? And I don't want to, I'm deliberately trying not to make a big thing about it because I don't want to go, well, today it's, um, women's special. Women's night only. Women's yeah, night. Ladies' night, yeah. And we nearly did that and then I kind of backed away from it. And it, as yeah. a one-off, as a one-off, it, there might be something in it, but I don't want to come in specifically mm. with, and I'm going to say a phrase that is meaningless, specifically with women's issues. You know, and yeah, I don't know yeah, what you're that you're means. Period calls and all sorts, aren't you? Well, and if <laughs> women want to call in about periods and stuff, then that's no, fine. But I don't want to do, you know, I, no. and I don't, tonight we're going to be talking about Peter Andre and <laughs> how, and I know that that's not what women, you know, exactly. women, but, um, but I like to think. There's more uh, substance to us than that. Maybe yeah. I've got this wrong, Nina, but I, I like to think that generally, men and women like to talk about the same things now i know that there are exceptions i know that that and I'm painting with a very broad brush stroke here that um men kind of obsess over details and facts and figures more than women do 
That's, yeah. Right, I've got books. I, I, I got a brilliant Beatles book, secondhand. One of the, I think Tris recommended it. Mm-hmm. It arrived today, and it's just a list of every song the Beatles. It's just a list of the, every song the Beatles recorded, when when they recorded it, what instruments, and when they played it live. Beautiful. And Quite I you know, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know that that generally won't appeal to my girlfriends, you know, my female friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I do, I do think that a good conversation is a good conversation. Sure. And it can go in any direction, then, can't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I, yeah. I, I, this is what I was saying. This is what I was saying. We're talking about the low listener figures, which is fine. Uh, but it has got me wondering a lot, am I going in the right direction by trying to spearhead this new, you know, this brave new path where we don't come in and talk about Muslims and talk about the bikini right. and talk about yeah. Jeremy Corbyn on the train where we come in yeah. and, and don't talk about anything. I'm wondering mm. whether that path I'm treading there is a reason that no one else has trod this path before. Sure. Because it don't I think that they're too scared, a lot of them, as well. A lot well, of DJs too scared. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is a terrifying thing. Terrifying, that was stupid. No, it's it's a nerve-wracking thing to walk into a studio with... And I'm I'm doing it now. I'm coming in with literally nothing. I've got... Well, there's no auto cue, is there? It's worse nope. than TV. Oh, yeah, there's nothing. And I've got no bit of paper with notes written on now, which I, which I stopped that this week. So, um, yeah. Anyway, what have you called in for, Nina? Sorry, you're not well, calling to deconstruct yeah, there's, the show. There's a, there's a, you might actually be able to help me with something, and this is yes. the God's honest truth, because I was talking about it a few weeks ago. First of all, Sawyer is a bean, so with the dog nipples oh. and flicking the bean and all that sort of oh, thing. Oh, now! Like, come on, Nina! Sorry, I'd no, expect that kind of stuff from Nigel. Um, so, <laughs> Sawyer is a bean, and I guess you I'm get the milk sure, yeah. from, from, crush, from crushing it, grinding it. Yeah, okay. yeah, and same with the nuts. They sort of grind them up. You can get almond milk and rice. You can't milk. get nut milk. Steady. Yeah, yeah, you can get macadamia can milk, almond milk. Almond milk you? is really popular. Yeah, you get in Tesco's. Can you really? Yeah, yeah I, there's a lot of people that don't touch dairy and gluten and I'm going to go to Tesco so. and get some nut milk. Oh, no, you should get some coconut milk. That's the best. That, well, that's not, that, that's not milk, though. That's water. Yeah. No, 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 that's the water. This is the milk. This is like the pulps white of the coconut. Really? That must cost a Lovely. fortune, though. One twenty-five for a litre in Tesco's. Tesco's do their own make. It's quite, it's, it's actual, what, it's, it's like a bottle of milk, but it's coconut. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, baby. It's, it's you, <laughs> this is brilliant. This is brilliant. Well, it's going to be a bit spooky if your dog does taste like that. Then you're not even going to Tesco's, are you? You would, you would drink your dog's nipple milk, wouldn't you? Well, this is what, this is, I've got two things to say, really. Yeah. First of all, I've got four miniature schnauzers, and I used to breed them. Yeah. And I had one stud dog. Yeah. And he was lovely. He was as soppy as hell. He'd lay on his back, he'd go to sleep, and he took his tummy, and just... You just sat there on the settee, relaxed in the pair of you, and you just don't even realise you're doing it. Yeah. You just play with the nipples, don't you? They're, they're just yeah. there, and they're you lovely. Them. Yeah, you do, and it's not—it's it. not sexual. It's just—it's just—it's no. it's nice little knobbly things on that very smooth belly. Yeah. yeah, it is. And if if you were curious, I could see where you, you know you might start to think, well, my latte costs three pound fifty. <laughs> I could be saving a lot of money here. <laughs> But the and thing you is, you might have a you might have a rained in Tesco's one day. And it's because it, because it, people on Periscope are going ooh, and Catherine and Ed were pulling faces. But 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 we it's drink only out- what society sort of conditions you to, isn't it? Thank you. We drink other animals' milk. 
What's yeah, wrong? Vile. I remember once I one think. of the most popular phone-ins we did on LBC. I think it was LBC. Was um, can you milk a cat? <laughs> <laughs> we did a phone-in on it, and we had loads of people phoning in, saying that... The, yeah. I'm sure we had someone who had to milk a cat because the kitten wasn't suckling, so they had to right. milk the cat and feed it to the kitten. I'm sure, I'm sure we yeah. had that. Well, it sounds terrible, but when the whole Findus thing about horse meat came out, yeah. I just thought, well, I'm not that offended because I don't like horses, and I prefer cows. And I'd rather eat a horse than a cow, because I think cows are really pretty, and I couldn't understand the whole fuss. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> but something else I picked up on, and yes. I might have to email myself this idea if you think it might work. Yeah. You said about your dog how you have ducky. She, yeah, you a ducky. It's a big, giant, yeah. soft, it's bigger than her, and she carries it around with her, and she, she humps it at the moment. Yeah. We have snaky, okay. which is a draft excluder, but it's a snake. Now, three weeks ago, me and my mum were sat there, and she got she gets snaky out, and she really struggles with it, because it's not the right height. It ends up into shape, and yeah. she ends up just pumping the air. Yeah. And I said to my mum, there's got to be a market for this. Oh. And we thought, what about something like, I don't know, mm. um, Humpy Bumpy, and we thought, <laughs> no, that wouldn't work. And then we came up with Happy Bump. And we thought, what about like a buckaroo thing that oh comes in three sizes, like wipeable plastic uh, pink PVC, like a like a blow up doll, f- a blow up doll for dogs. Yeah, but it solves all their frustration. Yep. yep. Would owners buy it, or was it fucking a dead horse? <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad term, isn't it? But <laughs> this is, bad term. is there a room? Is there a space in this world for happy bump? For the poor animals that will never get neutered. And actually, if yeah. you get them neutered or spayed, whatever, it doesn't mean they won't do that. They st- My dog has had everything taken away and she still has a sex drive. <laughs> poor thing. <laughs> so don't think that it won't happen in front of your neighbours because it still might. Nina, we'll put it out there. Happy bump. If anyone thinks that would be a goer and would like to invest in her mucky dog company, um, then... You, you, there you go. Thank you, Nina. Mate, I'm going to come to you after the news, if that's all right, mate, because um, I want to give you a fair crack of the whip. Um, that's an hour down. I still haven't done the Simon Garfunkel thing. Remind me to do that when we come back from uh, from 11 o'clock. It's, it's just a thing I learnt about one of their albums, and I googled it, and I couldn't find anything about it on line so i need your help there'll be music fans out there who are better equipped to to deal with that uh than me oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number it's new and newish callers and you kind of know what that means if you phoned a few times or you've not phoned me for years tonight's the night i'm ian lee you're listening to talk radio talk radio i'm watching (laughs) I'm watching Digital Spy. The, the, the thread on me implode up, <laughs> up the asses of several people. It's very funny. 0844 499 I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. to get to that school where they teach you what's happening. 
verses and humongous choruses. That's what she does, Imani Coppola. That's what she does. I love it. Awkward verses where it's a bit, well, I can't really follow this. Then just a humongous sing-along chorus. That's what she does brilliantly. Good evening, dear listener. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio 0844 499 1000. We are boldly treading a path that no other talk radio presenter is daring to tread at the moment in that we are doing radio shows. And by me, I mean my, me and my team, Catherine the producer and Ed, uh, we are doing shows about nothing. About nothing. And it's hard work. It's hard work. It's not fighting in the army or building a wall, right? That's that's hard work, right? But it's harder work than doing what you could hear on LBC or Five Live or BBC London. It's harder than that. I'm having to work harder. I could make this so much easier for me by coming in with talking about... Um, um, the, 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 the poor souls that died on the beach, the, the, the situation in Italy, Jeremy Corbyn on a track and make it so much easier. But where's the fun in that? Where's the fun in that? So it's a show about nothing. And tonight we're making it even harder for ourselves by saying new and newish callers only. If you're a regular caller, if you call, you know, two, three, four, five times a week, beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. Not tonight. Maybe we'll speak tomorrow or next week. Um, tonight, it's new and newish. So if you've never called, boom. If you've called a few times or maybe you called me ten years ago at another place, um, then welcome. 0844 499 1000. What are we talking about? Well, milking dogs, um, animals' nipples. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I want to ask you about Simon and Garfunkel because I forget it, right? So I bought Q magazine, and I'm kind of I quite like Simon and Garfunkel. I think they're brilliant. Actually, I think Paul Simon is is uh, is a poet. And um, in th- I bought it because there's a review of that Beatles film, and I want to see what it says. It's not a review; it's an interview with Ron Howard, so it will say good things, right? And then in Q magazine, there's um, Matt Berry. Yeah, you know. Ah. Yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango. Um. The reason I'm there about him is because I was out in an evening with a friend and he was one of the well group and he didn't speak to me. But there's no reason to judge the man harshly. Sure, he, uh, he's very funny. He's also a musician as well and releases these albums. They get really good reviews. Um, and he's listed eight records that changed his life or something. Right? And number one is a record that my mum had. And we grew up with this record. Simon and Garfunkel, the Simon and Garfunkel Collection. Not the greatest hits... The Simon and Garfunkel Collection. Um, it, you may know the album cover. It's a picture of Simon and Garfunkel um, walking along a beach. Do you, do you know this record, Kath? Have you seen it? It's them walking along a beach. Paul Simon's got his guitar strapped on his back, and Art Garfunkel is stood next to him, and they're walking along a beach, and it's a bit in the distance and a bit silhouetted. This is what Matt Berry says about this album, right? 0844 499 My dad had this for his car. I won't do the voice. When I was nine, he doesn't really like music, so someone would have told him to get it, and it was a big old deal to me. This compilation was the first time I'd ever heard them, and apart from Bookends, I wouldn't necessarily say they're an albums group. I'd agree with that, but um, Bookends is a great album. Um, it's got a weird song with old people talking in it about being old. It's, it's wow. And um, the one with um, the um, only living boy in New York, whatever album that is called. Anyway. 
I wouldn't necessarily say they're an albums group. For me, this is the best, best of ever. You only really need this. Now, here comes the startling fact about this record. And I have never... Uh, may you'll be next nick you'll be straight after may i promise i promise i promise and may you've been waiting for ages i apologize oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand here is the startling revelation about this album right and i have never heard this before catherine you need to hear this because this will blow your mind matt berry says i love this album too because they weren't talking when the collection was put together so it's not them on the cover, but two sort of lookalikes. Now, is that true? It wouldn't be the first. We had uh, Dean on from Jan and Dean last night, and there's an album where Jan was really, after the car crash, and they had Jan's brother on the front cover, and it wasn't really him. I love this too, because they weren't talking when the collection was put together, so it's not them. Oh, we lost May. Can we get May back, please? It's, uh, but two sort of lookalikes on the cover. Really? Is that possible? Is that actually how it works? If anyone knows that, can you let me know? I'll go straight to May when you've got her. Uh, straight to her, because I've kept her waiting for a long time. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. Uh, May, I'm so, 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 so sorry. I'm sorry. Right, no, it's, it's not all right because I've been asking you and newish callers to call in. I know you're a newish caller, and I kept you waiting for yeah. nearly half an hour, so it's not all right. No. Oh, sorry. Hip, 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 how, hip, how mate. How are you this evening? Um, do you know what? I'm all right. I'm all right. I've, you know, I'm all right. Uh, how are you this evening? Um, I'm all right. I ha- this today I was listening actually to your old 2006 shows. Oh, what was going on ten was, years ago? Um. Uh, it was presenterless show, <laughs> and it was really good. <laughs> no one else thought so. <laughs> Did it have the bit with the swears in it? See, I'm not sure. I'm not really good at hearing the dump, knowing when you dumped something. Well, no, you would have. You would have heard it. This is something that we we tried on LBC and didn't work, and it bugs mm. me for for ten years. And then we did it. We did it about uh, two months ago here, and it worked perfectly. Um, and um, at the end of it. Basically, so I wasn't talking and people would phone up and would talk to each other. The Guardian wrote about it before it happened and then they reviewed it and they said it. And it was a car crash. It was awful. Um, but we did it here a couple of months ago and it worked. And then I, then my boss phoned up, David Lloyd phoned up and said, this isn't working. You've got to go back on air. And I've got all stroppy. But then I went back on air. And then this guy phoned up and he said, Ian, I just want to say you're a CCCCCC. The strongest word, right? And I dumped it. We have a dump button, and I dumped it. So it shouldn't have gone out on the air, right? And we thought, okay, that's fine. And then a few minutes later, May, loads of people phoned up and said, um, we heard that. That went out on the air. And the dump button hadn't worked properly. I think it had dumped it on DAB, but it had gone out on, like, FM normal radio. And it was, oh, God, it was an absolute nightmare. Absolute, one of the worst evenings of my life. Oh, so thanks for sorry. reminding me about it. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, why, why can I ask why why are you listening to the old to the old shows? Um, so ten years ago, I was seventeen, eighteen, yeah. and um, I was just like a poor sh- uni student, and I was going through a really tough time. Yeah, and um, your shows 
just for a bit of a highlight of my day. And I like I like travel all around the world now, and like, I've got on holidays, oh. and I've always got a piece of um, old LBC shows on my oh. podcast to dip into. So, oh, well, thank, you. thank you for the joy that you've brought me. Oh, mate, that's a delightful thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's a delightful thing to say. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, lighter topic. Yes. Um, I've never. I've never heard anyone speak about this before. Yeah, go on. Um, and I've only talked about this with my husband. But a year ago, we um, took in a stray cat, yeah. a little female cat, a kitten. Yeah. And I'm totally new to cats, and I still don't really get her. Um, when you don't get her? I don't... Und- I understand dogs. Oh. Yeah. Um, but um, it's taken time for me to... I don't know, grow to love her. Um, this is the thing, because I'm the complete, complete, isn't that funny, I'm the complete opposite, I'm, I'm a cat person, as you know, as you would know from the LBC days, I've still got that cat, she's still alive, just, um, and we got a dog a year ago, and I've not really taken to the dog, it's been weird, I've been in the house on my own the last three weeks, it's me and the dog, and it's just like, she looks at me and stuff, and I don't, re- I don't really want, you know, I've not taken to her, and I imagine the similar way you've not taken to your cat. Yeah, I feel like she's, um... I feel like she's an alien. <laughs> That's like yeah. she's alien inside, and I don't get it yet. Yeah, and um, and I'm I'm used to like the dogs being quite lawyering all over you. <laughs> so, like, she's you know totally standoffish. I'm I'm you know I just have to get used to it. But anyway, um, so she started showing signs of going on heat. Oh, and you know like and it was obviously really awkward. You know like she was showing her bum to my husband. Wowzers! Okay, I didn't know what to do, and I wanted—I could even obviously see that she was distressed. Yeah. So you know, being oh. a good pet owner, I started reading up and googling and YouTubing. Yeah. And um, have you ever heard of an acupressure point for cats on heat? Oh God, I'm starting to get very worried about this. No, I've not heard because my my cat was that was done before I got her. No, I've not heard of an acupressure point for a cat on heat. I, I I'm terrified, but I have to ask the question: Where is this acupressure point for a cat on heat? It's on the side of her anus. <laughs> um, <laughs> you might have to Google it. Um, there are quite that. a few videos showing it. Um, um, what you have to do is press on it. You don't have for to. a few seconds. You don't have to. There's no well, law that says you well, have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I basically finished off my cat. And this is the first time I've ever admitted it. <laughs> and <laughs> this, is how, this is how you repay me after years of entertaining you with this. Oh, someone's just tweeted before you said that. I bet Claire's yeah. regretting this tweet now. How nice is May, and how lovely you mean a lot to her. And then she's done a smiley face. Do you, you want to take that back, Claire? <laughs> Flipping oh, I'm it. really sorry. No. Um, gosh, um, there's so much I want to ask. So much. A few I... hours yeah. afterwards, like she's calm yeah. and she doesn't bother you. Yeah. And I, for me, I just, 
I, I, I could imagine, you know, when you're like a rampant teenager yeah. and you're frisky and yeah, yeah. you need to get it out of your system. Yes, yes. I just felt like, re I felt really sorry for her. Yeah. And I questioned myself whether I should have done it or not. <laughs> she got to that stage over the night. She was clawing, clawing at my bedroom door yeah. and like howling. Yeah. And, uh, How, right. I, I, I eased her suffering, Ian. Yeah, you you eased you you eased us. It, it's it's the the exact opposite of putting a cat to sleep. <laughs> we ease the suffering of our animals by either putting them to sleep or, as you say, finishing them off. Um, how long ago was it that you pressed that button? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tread so carefully. Um, about no, it was about a year ago. Oh, we okay. And did that? No, I didn't want to ever do it again. And did I mean there was no? Oh God, I'm, I'm treading carefully. All right, but there are some things. There was it was it was external, wasn't it? It's external. All no, right. there was. It was external. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. That's fine. And did it? And that was it. It was that was that was finished. Then you didn't have to like keep resetting it every day or something. It was done once you did that. Once it was done. No. So it lasts only a few hours, and <laughs> while she's on heat, no. she'll she'll ask for it again. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, how many times did you press the reset button? <laughs> About uh, only twice. Oh, only twice. Fine. Only twice. <laughs> okay. Um, is that a co now? Listen, mate. You sound like a sensible young woman. Um, is that is that a common? Honestly, I. I <laughs> Is that a common thing? Uh, that's what I don't think it is, because I've never heard anyone talk about it in person. Um, I'm sure people have done it before, because when a cat is on heat, you, they, re they really keep you awake at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people must Google and see what else they can do. Yeah. There are jobs, and I'm going to tread really carefully, right? But there are jobs on the farm that involve um, uh, involve animals' genitals, and you know, yeah, doing stuff. To, you know, it's, it's farmers. So it's farmers Fiction. have to. Yeah, farmers have to deal with these situations on a much bigger scale, right? I'm talking about horses and pigs, right? Much bigger scale. No, no, we're not even going to go close, right? So you were doing. A loving thing for your cat. And you don't even like the cat. <laughs> no. May, have you had her done now? Yeah. Good. Done. Good for that. Did you mention it to the vet? No. I feel like well, you need to start like a survivors group or something. You know, <laughs> that, just so that you can sit in a circle with about six other people that have been through this and share. Not share the singer. She won't be there. Although I don't know. <laughs> the 70s were a wild time. But I mean, just talk about your experiences and get it off your chest. I feel like this is part of my therapy tonight, Ian. Well, then I will send you a bill for £75. May, thank you so much indeed. I look forward to speaking to you again. Wow. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. New and newish callers only, please. This is Talk Radio. Ay, 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 ay. 0844-499-1000. Stacey, can you call again, please? We can't get through to you. So, Stacey, call again, please. Can't get through to you. Mike, I'm going to come to you in a second. First up, though, it's Nick. Good evening, Nick. Hippity hip hip. Hippity hip hip. Hip hip hip. It's being reported to me that Louis Theroux 
And uh, Andy has tweeted this. Louis Theroux has confessed to, quotes, over-fussing his cat, too. So, uh, well, no, it, you can say about that, is it? There's not a lot you can say about that, but it would appear that, um, I don't want to say pleasuring, d- disarming, resetting an oversexed <laughs> female cat is a thing. And I don't want to go, you know, we don't want to, you know, go to, but if, 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 it appears it's a thing. Isn't the world strange, Nick, about what we can well, and can't talk about in, in great detail? Because it's, you know, we're just talking about bodies. We've all got bodies. Some of us have got bodies. No offence to those who are, you know, don't. But we've all, the, the ghosts I'm talking about. But we've all got <laughs> bodies. We all know what a winky looks like and a woo-woo looks like. We, you know, it, <laughs> And yet we can't go into the specifics of uh, uh, over-fussing a cat. Yeah, well, all I can say is every night is an education on this programme. Well, yes. Every night. <laughs> they, should, uh, they should play this out in schools instead of um, <laughs> history and biology. That's what they should do. Um, what have you got for us, Nick? Well, as I was saying to Kath, I've been listening to you for God knows how many years, and I thought it's about time I phoned in and actually spoke to you. Yes, I did. I did see you at the film ring. I was there. Did you come and say hello Uh, at the film ring? Um, no, I didn't. What's interesting for everybody who came on Sunday to the live show that me and Kath did? Thank you. And we're kind of working out what the next one's going to be. We had over a hundred people turn up. Right. And what was, was lovely, I spoke to so many people. I spoke to Tris, who's a regular caller, but I didn't know I was speaking to Tris, because he didn't say, oh, I'm Tris, and I, you know, there's a lot of people. Um, and always at those things, I am, and I know it's difficult when there's lots of people, but always if I'm doing something, I am more than happy to stand around during the break or, or, or afterwards and say hello and shake hands and, and have pictures taken and so, and any of that stuff. Um, and, um, uh, but it, there were lots of people there, and it was kind of a slightly small venue, so it may have been a bit tricky. But thank you to everyone who came. We will be doing more. Oh, and Nick, just quickly, t- t- I'm reminded, next Friday, so Friday the 2nd, everybody's invited to the show. We're going to be doing the show downstairs in uh, basically where Virgin is, in the, the room they use, this big room they use for sessions and stuff. You'll have to sit on the floor, and, it, you know, it's not really kitted out for a big audience. You'll have to come and sit on the floor and we may have to do it in shifts but everyone is welcome if you start turning up at about 10 to 10 don't come any early we won't let you in until just before the show starts about 10 to 10 and everybody is welcome um to stay for a little bit you can stay for 10 minutes half an hour stay for the three hours you can drop in at you know at midnight for a bit if you want it's all groovy man it's all groovy but everyone can come and watch the show hopefully we're going to have um, uh, a band doing a couple of songs we're going to have a magician um and we'll take phone calls and stuff so Everybody's welcome, is the point. Anyway. It sounds like it'd be good, good evening. It, it might be. It might be an absolute car crash. You know, again, I don't, you never know with these things. And that's. Bring donuts. That's, yeah, yeah bring donuts. We won't be providing any refreshments. You can't use our toilet facilities. Um, and yeah. we're probably breaking loads Talk of health and safety there. rules. Yeah. Well, just, there's, it's, it's a rough street in South London. Just go and have a whiddle on the, the neighbour's <laughs> doors. Anyway, Nick, was there, was there a reason for this call or did you just phone up just to chew the fat with me? Uh, just sort of chewing the fat. I'm actually coming to see you at Luton. I got my tickets. Oh, and, brilliant. Uh, Thank I'll you, man. I'm bringing my daughter along, who uh, who also uh, approves of you. How old is your daughter? Um, too young for you. Oh, no, no, I'm not asking for that reason. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking to protect her modesty. Uh, she, she's, 
22. Oh, okay, fine, because there is, um, uh, well, I, I did one show in, um, Co- uh, uh, has Coventry got a cathedral? It was Coventry yeah. then, I think it has. Yeah, I think so. And, um, I did it there. That was one that was bombed, didn't I, in the war? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was Coventry. And someone brought their 13-year-old son. And I said, and, I'm, and I saw them before, and I said, look, um, I should let you know, uh, this has got some some quite intense swearing in it, this this show. Um, you know, and if you want them, if you want to have your money back, I'll give you your money back. I just, uh, and they were like, oh, we've brought him now, we might as well. And, of course, the 13-year-old boy absolutely loved it, you know, was was in <laughs> hog heaven. Um, but, but it has got some, it has got some swearing. But she's, she's, a, she's a grown woman. She can look after herself, Nick. And oh, absolutely. 22 yeah. is not too yeah, young for can. me. <laughs> no, it is. Wait, wait oh, yeah, you. I'm looking looking forward to coming along and seeing you there. Nice um, one, man. What, what's say, I've been been listening to you for for years and years. I, I missed. Um, I think when you when you finished with LBC, and I think you went on to Absolute. Yeah, that's that's when I sort of lost contact, as it were. But I can remember vividly. I used to work over in Tame in Oxford. Oh yeah, and I used to drive from. I think it was um, sort of on the Hertfordshire Essex border across yeah. the Tame every day. Mm. God, what a journey. And uh, I was doing that, I think it was one afternoon, and you were standing in for someone on um, on the BBC. Oh, yeah. In an afternoon show. Oh, and you know yeah. that moment when you, you hear, I don't know, maybe it's just me, you hear something on the radio, and it sort of takes you aback, and you look at your radio as if to say, you know, what the hell's going on? Yeah. And it was you, and I couldn't believe that it was you actually on the BBC. That was on BBC. Well, well that was BBC Berkshire, I think. So I was standing in for a bit, and I was I, I was standing in for a week, I think, and I did it. And then I was booked to stand. I was standing. I was standing for three days, and then I was booked to stand in for a fortnight. And I just I bailed out of it. I couldn't do it because I found that soul destroying. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was on the BBC for about three or four years on BBC local radio in the wilderness. Um, yeah. And I'm um, I'm glad I did it because I learned a heck of a lot. Taught me a lot um uh about presenting and about people management and about um you know um people lying to your face and uh but i learned a lot and i met Catherine, my producer who i've dragged over here um so i was good yeah exactly i i enjoyed it but it's um it's uh this this feels like home this feels like i've found the right place i think you're in your your sort of your natural environment as it were i think so i think so it feels like that but uh, no it's uh, it's good and I, I can remember on the lbc days when uh who's agent chris agent chris my, my producer yeah, yeah adrian crisp yeah yeah and uh, a couple of times when uh, you just left him to it have you oh, ever yeah. thought about leaving kath to oh it? i've done i've done that before now and i'll do it again yeah i just used to get bored and would just get up and walk out and chris would have to fill <laughs> it, the thing we used to think i've not done with kath yet but what i used to do with chris was if we would we, run out of content which was quite a lot we'd just wrestle each other we'd we'd, we'd i say chris you fancy a fight he'd go yeah go on then and we'd do it we'd have the microphones up and we would just wrestle and, and it was a wrestle until someone got pinned the other person's shoulders down for the count of three and sometimes it took a couple of minutes we did one that went on for about 15 minutes Kath's saying she would destroy me, <laughs> was she, heck? Um, but we did one about 15 minutes. It was, uh, t- I mean, terrible radio. We did some weird things there. Another thing, um, we had these, I think they were Polish cleaners, would come in and clean the studio while we were on air, right? And they obviously didn't know we were on air. But what I would do is I would sit there and I would do the show while they were hoovering. 
And then it got to the point where I would, when they came in, I went, oh, all right, no worries. And I would get up and walk out and we'd have the microphones on and literally 15 minutes we'd broadcast LBC. <laughs> we'd broadcast 15 minutes of these Polish cleaners cleaning and chatting in Polish. And then they'd finish and I'd go, thanks very much. And then we'd pick up the show. Unbelievable. The stuff we got away with there, Nick. Nick, listen, <laughs> come if 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 you're uh, if, if you're at the show in Luton, come and say hello. Yeah, I will do. Nice fact, one. When uh, when we came along to uh, the London show, the film ring. Yeah, we just pulled up. My myself and my partner just pulled up in the car outside, and I think you and Kath were walking around to go and get a coffee or something. Oh, I think we saw um, we we said didn't we wave to you? And I because I, I, I thought oh, sh- there he is. Yeah, and I sort of pointed. And uh, I think you saw me because you pointed back. Yes, I did. Well, yeah, <laughs> I never know how to react in those situations either. I freeze no, like a no, nor do I. Well, Nick, listen, I appreciate you coming. I hope you enjoyed it. And I look forward to seeing you uh, in Luton. Thank you, mate. 0844 499 We've got Mike, who's in Nottingham. Then we've got Stacey, who's in the United States of America. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Um, it's new and newish callers this evening and i've seen a couple of regulars have have called in maybe you've not got the message that's fine thank you but not tonight we'll speak tomorrow maybe we'll speak next week it's all groovy and this isn't any way a criticism of the regular callers that i get i couldn't do the show if uh we didn't have the regular callers so thank you thank you thank you but tonight um just rest your uh, your phone fingers rest your telephones in their cradles um and um let some new people have a go and i, I always you know the first 20 minutes of these shows when i do new and newish callers no one phones in no one ever phones in for the first 20 minutes and i always think this is going to be the one this is going to be the one where no one's going to call in for 3 hours and I'm going to have to sit here and talk to myself and invite Kath in and talk to Kath. And, and then we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to play pin the tail on the Ed and all of that stuff. And you never disappoint me. You, you all, uh, you all uh, rally round. So thank you. So I say I've got Stacy queued up. I've got Kieran queued up. Um, if you give us a call, the way it works, you phone 0844 499 1000. You'll speak to Kath or Ed and they will take your details and they'll call you back. Simple, isn't it? Let's go to Mike first. Evening, Mike. Hiya. Hello, Mike. Yes, where... Sorry, carry on. No, go on. I said, where, where, where are you? It's incredibly noisy. I, I'm driving back uh, to oh. Nottingham from the Yorkshire Wolds. The York- Yorkshire what? Wolds. Wal- oh, the Wolds. Ah, the yeah. Wolds. What were you doing up there? I, uh, an in-law is not very well, so oh. I was, uh... Oh, I'm sorry my to... wife off. She said, no, 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 it's nothing too serious. But I'm incredibly tired, and I won't get in until quarter to one. Oh, man. Have you ever done that thing? I've had so much caffeine. Yeah. It's not making me feel awake and just making me feel terrified. Yeah. Um... And it's sheet rain, so I can hardly see anything. Oh, man alive. Well, you, you've got an hour and ten minutes to go. So you've... I'm, 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 I'm a... Well, I, okay, well, I'm a, you've broken the back of it. Um, but, do, I mean, Kath was telling me she she fell asleep for a second on the way home last night, and that's all it takes, man, is a second. And I've done it. And there's, there's nothing more terrifying um, than that thing when suddenly... 
you wake up and you're driving the car. Man, I've, I, it's happened to me a couple of times. Literally a millisecond. Um, but be be careful, Mike. Be careful. Sure, I'm not, I'll be, I'm, I'll be, well, I won't fall asleep. I'm not, I'm not falling asleep, tired. I'm just kind of, yeah. I'd like to just sit down and chill out kind of tired. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and that driving on the motorways is, um, is, is really boring. I mean, it's boring, isn't it? It's, it, 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 it especially the M1 is the worst motorway in the country just because it's straight. It's so straight. You say that, I'm just, you know, the roads and the Yorkshire walls right now are terrifying. It's the yeah. kind of roads where mirrors become pointless, they're just an ornament, yeah. and there's a lot of flooding on them as well. But I'm quite relieved to be on the, uh, the M62, okay. is my most of of choice. But I, you were talking about Matt Berry before. Yeah. Um, he's one of the few celebrities I've actually spent a, a, a modicum of time with. I went to see him on my birthday. Um, and he bought me a pint. I thought it was really nice. And I know, and I felt, you know, as soon as I made that uh, noise, I felt bad, because that's old me being critical for no reason whatsoever. Because I went out for a night with a friend and he was there and we didn't speak. Well, that's not worthy of a uh, noise. So I, I kind of take that back, actually. I, I was, I, that was a little bit mean-spirited, and I don't, I don't want to do that. It, it might be horrible in real life. It was <laughs> him. It was a really good duet. So how, how come you got, you ended up, how come he ended up buying you a pint then? Have you ever, you might have heard of this venue, have you ever heard of the Adelphian Hull? Uh, yeah, I do, yeah, I have heard of the Adelphian Hull. My sister used to live in Hull for a, for a few years, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice to live there. Um, but it's a tiny little venue, gets about a hundred people, and it's had some very, very famous bands, and it's a, it's an interesting venue, and the guy who owns it, he picks live bands who are very, very good live over commercial success. So he makes no money and is apparently supported by, I think, Jarvis Cocker, oh. the lead singer of Franz Ferdinand. So say if his, if his PA goes, yeah. they buy the new one. That's what I heard. But it's a tiny, little, tiny, tiny, tiny little venue, uh, 1,600 people tops. So if someone performs there, it's kind of, if you don't want to mingle with people, it's kind of the wrong kind yeah. of venue to be at, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's nice. You were talking about time travel the other day. I had an idea for a time travel movie involving IS or Daesh. Hang on a second. My my time travel movie involves ISIS going back in time to Victorian day, Victorian times. Yours better not involve them going back there. But I built on top of that. Not necessarily better. I just built on top of it. All right. Um. So. In, sir, same thing, the Russians, or whoever, yeah. send a, a member, just one member, okay. of IS yeah. back in time. Yeah. But, as is often the case with time travel, it sends whoever goes back in time insane, it sends them mad. Yeah. But, because whoever they're sending back is already mad, when they go back in time, oh. they're turning mad, is technically going insane. And they realise they're part of a death cult. Hang on a minute. So I don't. I don't think. I, I, I'm not clinically trained, but I don't think if you're mad and you go madder, that makes you sane. I don't think it's like a circle and you go back round to zero again. But well, okay, let's take that premise for the moment. Go on. So he goes back. He's mad. He's a member of ISIS. He's mad, and he goes back in time, and it makes him so mad that he's not mad anymore. Okay. So yeah. So then he realises. Oh. Blooming egg. I'm a member of a death cult. 
should then, whatever his initial mission was, he kind of forgets it. Yeah. And his, and his mission becomes to make sure that IS never happens. But that's emotionally very taxing for him. So it's an emotional story of him having to kill people he ultimately loves and stopping all these people he's fond of never coming into existence. Um, mine's better because it involves them um, running around with guns and um, explosives in in Victorian times. That's the thing. That's the th- it's, so. It's like Victorian bobbies blowing their whistles, and um, ISIS have got all of the modern tools. So how would the, how would the Victorian bobbies beat them? They spoiler alert: the Victorians would win. Spoiler alert! But it's that, so uh, yours is good, Mike. But I think mine is better. Well, the only way to find out is if we both make these movies yeah. um, okay. and then send it to the box office to decide. Yeah, uh, do you know what? I'm up for that, Mike. It's like when they made... Um, thank you, Mike. That's brilliant. It's like when they made two... Um, I was talking to you about this the other day, Kath. I'd say the other day. It's about about a year ago. Two... Um, Golem and Globus, who are these two Jewish filmmakers, and they made canon films in the 80s and they made like load of old tat load of chuck norris films and stuff like that and then they they, they, a lot of cocaine and a lot of you know bribery and stuff then they split and they both had the rights to uh, um lambada um and they both made lambada movies except one had if i got this right one had the rights to the name lambada so they could call their film lambada and the other one had the rights to the song lambada so it wasn't called Lambada. It was called something like Dirty... D- d- no, not Dirty Dancing. It was that Dirty Dancing. It was called like... the, the, the I don't know. It was called the Naughty Dance or something. It's a good name for a film, Naughty Dancing. The Forbidden Dance. But it, it was... I don't think it was called... Uh, it might have been called The Forbidden Dance. But they had the... But the other one was called Lambada, but it didn't have the Lambada song in it it had kind of like a rip off of the lambada song and one of them was really successful and one wasn't and for the life of me i don't remember which it's a good documentary anyway oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand i'm ian lee this is talk oh people on the internet not getting the show ah oh, dearie me uh stacy's in the usa hey stacy hi now there's a surprise. Normally, when it's an American, Stacy, it's a gentleman. Oh, well, no, I'm female. I, no, I, I got that. I, I, my my ears um, uh, picked that up. Now, America's quite a big place. Where exactly in the? Well, not exactly. I don't need the zip code. But where roughly are you in the United States? I'm in San Diego. Hey, San Diego, man alive! I've never been to San Diego. Or have I? Really not. Is... I think you have been, haven't you? <laughs> um, you're not my daughter, are you? No. Uh, maybe I have. Is Microsoft in San Diego? No, that's in Seattle, isn't it? No, that's in Seattle. You've not been out to, to L.A.? I've been to L.A., but that's different to San Diego, isn't it? It's only maybe 60 miles. See, now, 60 miles to an English person is like, four flipping heck, that's a weekend. Um, I'm trying to think, maybe I have been to, I have been to San Diego, 
Um, I'm going to ask you a really geeky question that but you being a young woman, you won't be able to answer. Was Atari based in San Diego? I'm 53 years old. Yeah, they were. Then I've been to San Diego and I've, I've been to San Diego. 53, gosh. I've been to San Diego and I have been to the house of the guy that invented Pong and played his original Pong cab and then we drove around where Atari used to be. So yes, I've been to San Diego and I've got some great memories of it. Thanks for reminding me of them, Stacey. What have you called in for today? Well, just to say hi, I used to ring in quite regularly when you were at Virgin, like in 2006, 2007. Ah, yes, yes, a lifetime <laughs> ago. I do now, now I vaguely, um, uh, remember, yes, um, a lifetime ago. Well, what have you been doing for the last 10 years? Nothing. I've retired. I'm just hanging out. What do you mean just hanging out? You must be doing... Retired at 53. Are you Are you rich? Yeah. No, I'm married. <laughs> oh, you married, and you married a rich guy, huh? No, a guy that works. <laughs> Listen to you living the living the life of luxury as a as a, a married woman in San Diego. So what do you to, now? Because a lot of people say um, that the, the, when they retire or when you retire, it's gonna you're gonna be bored. I don't. I can't think of anything better than not working. Are you having the time of your life? I am having the time of my life. Yep. I don't even know how I sit in work before. <laughs> so what do you do with your time then? Because I would be um, watching DVDs, reading books, playing Halo Wars, and, um, like, um, phoning up my mate Scott, but withholding my number and making bogus orders. Uh, wh- what are you doing? Well, see, I want to see um, Gabriella and Rodrigo at... The Belly Up Club. Hang on a second. Gab- who, uh, Gabriella? Sh- no, I'm thinking of Gabrielle. Ga- who's Gab- who are Gabriella and Rodrigo? They're two Mexican guitarists. Oh. They're really, really good. Oh, I don't know them. And I got really, really drunk. Yeah, there we go. And stood up on the table oh. and did the sprinkler dance. The sprinkle dance. And... The sprinkler, you know, where you act like you're a lawn sprinkler. Oh, they're mim- Ed is miming it t- to me. Gosh, uh, well, it's it's certainly it, it's it's better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, <laughs> so, wow. And I got a black eye by hanging my head out the window trying <laughs> to sober up on the way home. <laughs> I got hit in the, <laughs> I got hit I'm so the glad face I don't bug. <laughs> and so you're what you you can't be doing that like every week though, can you? weeks more than once wowzers you're living the dream i was listening on the way home last night i was listening to six music and there's a documentary about atlantic records it's been going on for ages this documentary made in the 90s and um uh last night it featured um female singers right and i was reminded of the excellent excellent debbie gibson who wrote um um, what was the big Debbie Gibson hit? Not only In Your Dreams, the other one. She wrote that when she was 13 years old. 13 years old. I only know the one that she did, the Only In Your Dreams one. It may have been that one, actually. I think it was Only In Your Dreams. She wrote that when she was 13. What a great song. And um, then they also featured, and I'd forgotten this group, on Vogue, right? And, and um, 
Uh, they, they were quite... I, I didn't... On, on Vogue in the mid-90s, what was I, 23, 24, 25. So they weren't really my kind of sphere of music. It wasn't what I was listening to. A, a black girl group, you know, pop group, R&B pop group. wasn't really what I was listening to. But then when they were singing on the, the thing, like they went half good. Uh, now, uh, <laughs> what I'm trying to get to, Stacey, is are On Vogue still going? Have you seen them recently in America? I have not seen them at all. Okay. I just assumed they were doing reality TV in the UK. Yeah, that's that's what a lot of these um, th- these people ended up doing, these kind of 90s pop singers. I don't think En Vogue ever quite reached the... Um, they were no um, Destiny's Child, were they? No, no, they were not. Hey, Stacey, me and Kath want to do this show in America, right? And it will be awesome. Not because we'd, we want to be rich, although we'd, we'd get millions of dollars for it, I'm sure. Um, do you have any contacts at radio stations in America that we can call so that we can get jobs there, please? I'm sorry, I, I'm, I have none. Oh. I can be of no help to you. Oh. Sorry. In, in, that <laughs> sorry. Case, in that case, I'm not I can take you out for a good time, but you don't <laughs> drink anymore, so. No, but I can watch you doing the sprinkle dance. <laughs> oh, God. No, I think it's on YouTube somewhere. Oh, God, it's so what, humiliating. What, you doing it? Yes. What do I, hang on a minute, what do I need to type in to find it? Oh, God, no. No, I will not tell you. Just, just give I prob- I will not. If, I, okay, if you tell me, I won't, th- then I definitely won't type it in, because I just, if I, I might accidentally type in the right things. Well, it was, it was, it was actually taped during the Rodrigo E. Gabriela show at the Belly Up Club, and that's all I'm going to say. You, you might have to, like, YouTube uh, that. Rod- there we go. Was it, was it on, um, the 15th of August? Yes. Yeah, I found it. All right. Um, all right. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> well I, I don't know if this oh, is... Oh, God. Well, I don't know if this... <laughs> There's quite a few videos. Let's see if this involves a drunk woman getting up on a table. Oh, oh, I'm dying. No, oh, no. no. This is so you... humiliating. No. Oh, don't, don't do this to me, Ian. No. I've been such a good girl for so long. No, no, you've not. No, you've not. Um... Um, okay, well, there's only one clip that I can find, but, uh, Solana Beached. Yes. Okay, all right, well, I'm gonna, there's, I can only see, um, uh, one clip, and it's not got anyone dancing, so you get off lightly, Stacey. You get off, let's put, um, dance. Oh, there was a big sigh, as, Okay, but I've I've got the whole day tomorrow to try and find it and then retweet it to my followers. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> Don't you dare! Oh. I'll die. Okay. I almost didn't call in. I just I couldn't even bring myself to call in, and now I'm going to be tweeted all over the place. No, oh, I but no, I don't. Don't you um, oh. don't you worry? Um, basically, Charles Matera. I'm a 53 year old woman. I should have some decorum about me. You should I have. have this is the this is the gig. I mean, this I've, I've got the show here. Charles Matera has put it up on YouTube, but I can't find. Oh, hang on. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. There's a bit of tables here. Hang on. Oh no! Oh god! No! No! no. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll we'll find it, Stacey. Thank you very much. Why it? Why I yada?
Thank you, Stacey. Kieran's on the line. Good evening, Kieran. Oh, hi. Hey, Kieran, what have you got uh, for us? Uh, well, then, I've got a, a kind of social experiment. Oh, yeah, go on. And the kind of that I would like to... I was thinking about the sugar babes and kind of about... Kind of pushing cats and it all went a bit strange. Have you ever pushed a cat? Call me now. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Can you believe? I, I know there's a thing with cats because I I didn't do it, but I know that their um, anal glands can get blocked, right? Because I once okay. had to appear and I had to phone my vet up and say this is really weird, right? But my cat mm-hmm. stinks, and they went, oh, it's anal glands. Come in, we'll sort it out. And what they do is they put a finger up the cat's bum and they squeeze, and this stuff comes out. Um, but I'd never heard of the procedure that, uh, the, it had been described, you know, fluffing the cat. I'd never heard of that mm. before. Um, but people on Twitter are saying it's, it's an actual, it's an actual thing. And, 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 and I thought it, Dan, that you were going to say, Dan, it's an actual job. As in, uh, people do that full time. <laughs> you phone. Well, as I'm finding out now, you can find people that will, you know, when I went away for a couple of days, my dog went and stayed with this delightful elderly lady. Absolutely delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if there were yeah. professional cat pushers. Totally. That would do it. I mean, I don't know, what do you do for a living, Kieran? And the kind of that I uh, 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 that I am an art teacher. Well, you're an art teacher. Come on, art, yeah. art teaching can't pay that much, can it? A few extra no, quid on the side. Absolutely not. A little, gonna, that's why I sent off four going to application forms before I came on tonight for the for the cat pusher. Totally. Yeah, exactly, totally, man. Yeah. A couple of hours, a couple of hours every night, or maybe you know yeah. three, four and hours the, at the weekend. That is okay. Dan, if I put you down uh, as a reference, <laughs> you put me down for anything you want, Kieran. I'm not pushing you, but no, okay. no, no, no. Come on, mate. A- a- anything else? Okay, yeah. And the kind of dance that you're kind of, and the kind of the, and the kind of the kind of social experiments. Yes. And the kind of have you ever heard of? ASMR. ASMR. I've heard of EDMR. Yeah. I don't know. What... Kieran, stay there because this. If it's a social experiment, then that's going to need as, as a as a, a professional. Hang on a second. Hang on. Bear with me. Mind sleuth. Thanks to the email, Kat. It's a professional mind sleuth. I know that social experiments take a little bit of setting up, and I want to give you a fair crack of the whip, Kieran. So stay there. We'll come to you straight after the news, and we will hear... I hope it's good. Do you know what is... is, is we don't know what a social experiment is. It could be awful, but we'll find out. We'll, we'll hear it. Kieran, thank you. Um, Damien. Oh, Damien's a first-time listener. Blimey. Thank you, Damien. We'll come to you as well, and then we've got Claire. Um... New callers and newish callers this evening, and boy, oh boy, you're not letting me down. Thank you. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Um, well, if you've just tuned uh, tuned into us, I don't really want to tell you what you've missed because talking about milking dogs and pleasuring cats out of context, in context, sounds bizarre. So, um, anyway, this is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. 
but somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV. But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee. I might fall from a tall building. I might roll a brand new car. 'Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that made Redford such a star. I've never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey. I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch, but when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine, 'cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. I can see some. There's a talk radio listener page on Facebook. If you go on Facebook and type in talk radio listeners, um, you can go and join it. And they talk about this show and they talk about all the other shows, you know, um, John Holmes and um, Howard Hughes and all of them. Um, and I can see one or two people saying, oh, they can't come next Friday because they've, they've got bad legs and they can't sit on the floor. Listen, if you are disabled in any way and sitting on the floor is um not accept we'll find we'll find you a chair right if you if you need a chair to sit down on right um because you've got like a and, and this is like if you not just because you're lazy or you, get, or you get a sore ass but because you've got a bad back or you've, you've injured your leg or something if you need a chair for that reason we will probably be able to find you a chair okay we'll be able to find a, you know, a handful of chairs i'm not i'm not expecting hundreds of people to turn up i reckon about 50 will turn up and by the end we'll have about 20 stragglers and that's fine don't bring any booze don't i don't want it to be don't I, and if you if you're drunk or anything you won't get in because i don't want any of that um so don't bring bennett bring any booze and if there is any argy bargy that me kath or ed spot you're out straight away all right and uh, and i know that the, the the majority of the people would aid us in that situation so if anyone comes in and there's any vibe that we don't like whatever that may and i know there won't i'm just saying i'm just laying the rules out now so that everybody knows if there's any argy bargy or vibe or anything you're out okay and you know i just want to get that straight but next friday 2nd of september rock up about quarter to 10 and um you can come and sit and watch us do the show if you want and take part in it you know we you can um people will call in but i'm I, i'm kind of me and kath did a talk at a primary school and they were they were five six years old i think those kids five and six and we were a little bit um i don't know how we're gonna do this and we came up with this fun kind of game where we faked a phone-in show who would do such a thing um where uh, I was hosting the show in this classroom and Kath was producing and I would talk and ask a question and if anybody, any of the, ch- the children wanted to say something, come on the show, they put their hand up, they'd go to Kath, whisper their name and uh, what they wanted to say and then Kath would introduce them to me and they'd come and do their point. And I was thinking we could kind of do something like that as well. You know, we can um, uh, we can do the phone-in show but the people in, in who were there with us can join in the show as well and come on the air 
you know, and if you, you know, much as you would would phone in, you can kind of put your hand up. Yes, you come up, come up here, and you come and sit down, and we give you a microphone, and you come on the show. You don't have to. There's no pressure if you just want to come and sit and yeah, like Kilroy. Uh, there's no pressure if you just want to come and sit and see how it's done. Then uh, you're more than welcome to it. Again, in, in the news and the breaks and stuff, if we're not busy, if you want pictures and all that, do all that. Not a problem. Okay, we'll do it during the show. You know, if you want to have a picture taken during the show, we can do that. It'll be like um, the Radio One Roadshow of the 1980s, and I'm Smiley Miley. Um, new and newish callers only this evening, please. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. We call you back. Yes, Kieran. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 man. Hey, hang on a minute. You deserve better than that. Hang on. You're going to get... Hip, hip, hip. You're going to get the future King of England saying Oh, lovely. You. Thank you. There Thank you go, you. boss. What you got for us? Okay, so... Oh, yeah, we were talking... Yes, yeah, sorry, the social experiment. Yeah, the social the, experiment. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And the, that it might fall on its ass and... Okay. okay. But, uh, that have you ever heard of ASMR? Now, is that the thing where you watch something that's quite boring... And it's sort of like, um, meditation. Yes. And you could be like, you could be watching someone whispering or someone yes, knitting or exactly. something. Is that what it, yes. okay, right. I'm, I am aware yes. of it. I, and I've got a friend who, um, has used it. I've never used it. I think, only because of, and if I would like to use it only because of, I am quite an anxious person sometimes. Right. And then it's meant to chill, uh, and then it's meant to uh, kind of relax you. Yeah. But I can't trick my brain. You can't trick your brain. No, okay. I can do it. Oh. And then, and then a perfect example is that obviously I have a stutter yeah. and I used to go to work in the speech therapy. Yeah. And, and the, and the, the speech therapist, and they used to make up tapes and then it was very ASMR. And they're going kind of like, kind of to kind of where he would whisper and he would say very, very tranquil uh, and kind of relaxing things. Yeah. And then the just got to, uh, and, and the kind and of dance, he just got to relax, Kieran, yeah. and everything will flow. Yeah. And it doesn't work. Oh. I can't, I can't trick my brain because of all of the time, and the kind of, I'm saying, and the kind of, uh, it, it is a it, it is a kind of bullshine. Yeah. So, but, but, Dan, I was thinking about your your uh, kind of listenership and yeah. how it's actually quite uh, and, and kind of diverse. Yeah, that's an ex- well, well delicately put. Well done. Yes, they are yeah, diverse. Yeah. And the kind of Dan, I didn't want to insult anyone. <laughs> uh, and the, and the, so then I just thought that as we've got such a a. a, a a, 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 a kind of wide uh, and the kind of pool of the kind of people, yeah. and the kind of maybe they could try it out and the kind of, uh, and the kind of tomorrow, yeah. uh, and then and then they can phone in, and then they can tell you if it works or not. So the AMS up, we can do it. You you can um yes. you sorry to interrupt me. You 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 can get these. Um, there's loads of videos on YouTube, aren't there? Yes. What what? Let me let's let's get one up. Hang on a second. Let's let's yes. um. It is mostly in the kind of Eastern European ladies, and oh. they kind of talk. Yeah, well, and they kind of talking almost like in a role play scenario, as if a dancer they are cutting your hair, or, or maybe a dancer they're going shopping with you, and it's all very weird. But yeah, like if you, well, look, there's, I mean, there's one here, right? ASMR, ASMR, ten hours of tapping, crinkle, and trigger sounds. No talking, just sounds. <laughs> 
Um, here we go. Okay. AMSR, relaxing, relaxation whispering. Here we go. Let's have a little yeah. listen. Let's suppose that oh, you're... Right. That's an advert. Let's skip, uh, skip this okay. in three, two, one. Skip ad. Here we go. Right. Here we go. This, 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 this is all just... See, just keep quiet mm-hmm. for a bit. Let's just see if this works. Gentle whispering. Okay. Here we go. Hello. I decided to make a nice relaxation video for you. And um, I will try to include a few of some of the most requested things as of lately. And um, I'll put the directory below so you can follow it if you wish. Um, also, I would like to test out my new binaural microphone. And this one. Wowzers. That that video, right, it's 25 minutes yeah. long, right? Yeah. That's had just shy of 6 million yeah. views. Yeah. Six. That's And the, the, the YouTube channel, if you want to find her, is Gentle Whispering. And she was showing us there. You may not be able to hear what she was saying, but she's got a stereo microphone. So she was whispering in one ear. Whispering. Oh. And then um, the comments. Gabby says, you're the first person to actually give me tingles. I love you so much right now. Can't tell you how many times I fall asleep while watching these videos and wake up practically tangled in headphone cords. What if the whole time... <laughs> someone's put... <laughs> what if the whole time she was doing this to a dead body? Oh, God. It's all about the tingles, apparently, that it's meant to tingle in the, in the, your brain and then the, the down your Hang on a minute. This is, hang on a minute. There's got to be. Hang on a minute, Kieran. Shh, shh, shh. Hang on a second. I'll, I'll fix your stutter. Hang on. Thank you, fella. I'm going to fix it. Don't worry. <laughs> got, you got to be quiet, though. You got to be quiet. You got to focus. Okay. You got to take this seriously, man. Don't don't mess around. Otherwise, okay. it's, you, you're gonna, stutter's going to get worse, right? So focus. Okay, yeah. Sorry, focus him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Shut up, man. I was about to do it then. Okay. Shut okay. up. Th- shut up then. Okay. I, okay I'm getting stressed. I'm getting stressed now. Now you're. Just press the I'll I'll punch you in a minute. Stutter's going actually. Anything? He's getting angry and the stutter's gone. Don't you fix me? I'm going to give you a wallop in the face, you idiot. Okay, go on. Hey, we fixed it though. It's the opposite. Instead of whispering and relaxation, it's 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 bullying. I need to. This is we need to bully you, lazy stutterers, for crushing. Yeah, that's it. Just be aggressive to us. It's what? Blimey. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> is this the best you've ever? Is this the best you've ever spoken, or are you stuttering a bit be- because you're on the phone to me and you're a bit nervous? Uh, a bit of Answer the question, Kieran. What was the question again? The question was: Do you normally stutter like this, or is it made worse because you're on the phone to me? It's because of I am on the phone. To you, oh no, that it's kind of wearing off. Now. It's wearing off now. Okay, so so, yeah. so my technique works, but it doesn't last very long. That's still a breakthrough. No. Okay, let's just yeah. hang on a second. I'm going to hang on. Well, Kieran, I'm going to be whispering in your ear tonight. <coughs> what was that? Nothing. You Nothing just, done. It wasn't me laughing. You just. Pu- I thought you just pushed a cat. <laughs> 
Well, Kieran. Maybe. Stop. Take. Take okay. it. Take okay. it seriously, okay. man. Right. Okay. Okay. Go on. Go for it. Well, tonight I'm going to be whispering in your ear, Karen, and I really want you to focus on the words that I'm saying, because I don't want you to have to be stressed anymore, and I want the stutter to go. How are you feeling, Karen? A bit creeped out, to be honest. But it's wor- again, it's working. It's, it's working. the combination. This is what we need to do, right? And I haven't got time okay, to do it tonight. Um, but but if anyone wants to pay me a research budget, I think we it's the flipping between the shouting yeah. and the bullying, and then the soft it's whispering. The, uh, it's extremes. What it is, yeah. Kieran, and I've, I've I've already developed a theory. It's confusing right. the brain out of the stutter. The stutter is there because of your the nerves and anxiety yeah. and something that may have traumatic happened to you as a younger child. By confusing yeah. the brain, yeah. the yeah. front yeah. and the rear spheres, the left and the right, so you can twist them around and they can swap over, and then the stutter mm-hmm. is gone, correct? Yes, thank absolutely. You. Kieran, thank Bye. you very much indeed. That video is freaky, man. Thank you, Kieran, you're a good sport. 0844 499 Damien, uh, then Claire. Hello, Damien, it says you're a first-time listener. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm driving a company vehicle today, Ooh. which has a, uh, a fancy DAB radio, um, and um, I was flicking through the uh, station list, and I accidentally clicked on uh, talk radio, yep. and uh, I've been listening ever since for the sort of last two and a half hours. I love it. <laughs> 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 I discovered it by accident. Well, th- th- as most of our people do, because the company refuses to spend any money on advertising, so uh, well, th- th- thank the, you. the embarrassing thing is that yeah. I work for the company who look after all of the DAD and TV transmitters in the country. Oh, really? Um, so I really, I really should um, know about you guys. Nah, but, uh... <laughs> nah listen, it, it, they, they, they spent money on, I think, three posters across the country, and that okay. was it. Oh, well, Damon, bless you for, for sticking with it, because I, th- I, I, I know a lot of people might hear, you know, us talking about pleasuring cats and um, milking dogs. Yeah. Um, and and instantly switch over, but you stuck with it. Yeah, well, the thing is, I'm normally a music radio kind of person. Uh, it's not often that I listen to talk radio, well, I don't mean talk radio as in talk radio. Speech I mean, radio, speech-based radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and when I heard you talking about that after 10 o'clock, I just thought it would be the most brilliant thing I'd heard on the radio for a long time. And um, I've just really enjoyed the show so far. Oh, well, well, but bless you. What do you, I mean, what would you normally be listening? And this isn't just to, you know, to diss any other radio stations, but I'm a, I'm a fan of speech-based radio. I don't really listen, yeah. Damien, to music radio. Although I've just started to get into six music, but I don't really listen to music radio. I like to hear, um, you know, documentaries and phone-ins and things yeah. like that. So what would you normally be listening to? Uh, I, I listen to quite a lot of local commercial radio. Oh, OK. Um, I mean, I used to be a commercial radio presenter as well in my, uh, in my town. Um, so I'm a little bit of a radio anarch, if you like. But, uh, yeah, I normally listen to, uh, you know, like uh, adult AC, that kind of music, pop music, stuff like that yeah. on radio. Yeah. Um, but you just get bored of hearing five or six songs in a row, so I just wanted to hear some... <laughs> Well, the, the, problem, the problem that um, I have with local local music radio is there ain't really any local music radio anymore. It's all yeah. um, there's, there's, I, I, and I, someone proved me wrong, but they're all owned by um, the same company, so it's all like yeah. Heart, you know. And, and every Heart station yeah. could yeah. could be based anywhere, you know. They're, 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 yeah. there's, there's very little local content, whereas before. Twenty years ago, God, I'm an old fart. But twenty years ago, you would have like um, FM 103 in Horizon, and yeah. you'd have these little stations that, yeah. that that kind of had a common theme, and some of yeah. the output was a bit laughable. Yeah, but they were 
they were proper local radio stations where you'd yeah. get local content and you'd get local presenters and some were naff and rubbish and some were people yeah. like Chris Moyles and um, y- you don't get that anymore. Everything sounds the same now. Yeah. Well, that, that's why I had to stop doing radio because um, a lot of it became networked so I just ended up having to go and get a normal job. Um, so, but I ended up working, I, I work in broadcasting anyway now. So, so what, uh, hang on, so I, I missed a bit. What were you, were you, you were you a presenter? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was a presenter on my local radio station. Oh, man alive, what, what slot did you do? Uh, well, I used to do the evening show, uh, during the week live, yeah. and I did a Sunday morning breakfast show as well, and then cover now and then, so. Uh, now, you didn't say that the Sunday morning breakfast show was live, was that, was that pre-recorded? Oh, no, that was live as well, okay. yeah, yeah. And what, and yeah, whereabouts, whereabouts were you based? Uh, I'm in Barnsley in South Yorkshire. Oh, okay. All right. We have, we have, um, a, 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 a Louise who posts on the talk radio listeners page, uh, is from Bar- Barnsley. Oh, um, she may well have listened to me a few years ago. What was, what uh, was the station you were on? It was Turn FM in Barnsley. Yeah, you see, proper, proper. And, uh, <laughs> no, it is proper. And, I, I, and, um, I miss, I miss local radio. I'd say some of it was rubbish and some of it was great, but more importantly, yeah. it was a proper, outlet where young people who were interested in radio could go and they could do you know i started out i mentioned fm 103 horizon because that's where i started out years and years ago about 1997 i think it was and i was ian in black thunder so i would go out during the breakfast show in this black jeep and i would do reports out and about and i got to host a couple of shows i got to host a show on christmas day and boxing day right because no one else wanted the shift let's be honest (laughs) Um, and i didn't particularly like it and luckily enough i left and i I, I walked into a a tv job um but where where now would a 23 year old boy 23 Mm. 24 year old boy be given a three, and that was a four-hour radio show. That would never yeah. happen now. No, no. And it, it was awful. When I did it, it was awful. I've got, I've got a tape of it, and it was absolutely awful. But well, when, when I started, I used to do a one-hour recorded ninety show on a Saturday night, which used to take me two hours to record. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, the guy just liked it so much. Um, I ended up getting cover, and then I got my own show. And, yeah. Yeah. It kind of happened like that, really. So. Um, but I mean, there's community radio nowadays where people can, uh, you know, people can, I guess people can get on air and... Yeah, and there's lots of, um, uh, it's a phrase I don't like, but lots of pop-up radio stations where they'll yeah. get a license for a month or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. and they get, and also as well, you know, with, with the internet, all you need is a computer and a, and a half decent microphone and you can, you can make your and own podcasts yeah, and still exactly. or, or stream stuff like that. Um, exactly. but, but there, there is, it, I, I do think it's to our detriment and I think we will notice it in 10, 15, 20 years time when, yeah. you know, when I'm, I'm, I'll get, I'll have got the boot and stuff. Um, <laughs> there the, 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 won't have been people that will have served their apprenticeship doing stuff. But here's the thing. BBC local radio won't be here in 20 years time. If it, if it yeah. is, it will be completely yeah. different and a lot yeah. smaller. Um, so there, there were, there's nowhere for young people to go and learn, l- to learn yeah. how to do it, and to make their mistakes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the, the thing that I wanted to speak to you about, yeah, and this may sound really bizarre, um, that really caught my interest, actually, is when you were talking about um, milking a dog. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, it doesn't interest me in a weird way, by the way, I just want to make that clear. All right, mate. Um, but it interested me because I remember a couple of years ago, if you look on the internet, you'll be able to find it, The Sun published an article... Yes. about a boy in India, I believe he was about six, 
seven years old. Yeah. And he was starving, and he managed to survive by drinking the milk from a pack of dogs, wild dogs. Um, if you look, if you have a look on the internet, you'll find it. Because while I was on hold, I found it. And he survived, and apparently... Kath, my producer, is nodding on you. Yeah, that's true, that happened. Yeah, yeah, you can do it, and it tastes really sweet. It's kind of a sugary sweet, apparently, sir. So you can do it. And no one's... The thing is, when I mentioned it, Damien, everyone starts rolling up their nose and pulling faces (laughs) and holding their heads in their hands. That that Indian lad would be dead if it wasn't for him suckling on a dog. Exactly. And no, no one's calling exactly. him a pervert. Or I mean, I, I bet his I bet his friends are behind his back when he rocked up. So, like, oh, flipping it! How did you survive? You did what? Oh yeah, sure, mate. That's not weird. Whatever. And then when he when he he comes back, he comes back the next day. He goes off. They go flipping it. I can't I can't believe that Wahid was yeah. was he was sucking on a dog's teat. <laughs> but it, it is a good point. We drink certain animals, milk, but not me. Other animals, not why. Thank I it, can't seem to find out the answer to that. No, and I, and I, I can't. You know, g- d- um, uh, cows and goats and milk, and mm. uh, 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 the cows and goats and sheep and um, the soya bean. Turns out you yeah. can get almond milk. Well, that just sounds yeah. that sounds messed up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but oh oh, I want to milk my dog and and drink its sweet its sweet sweet nectar. Yeah. Oh, you're a pervert. That's what you get, Damien. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not a pervert. I'm actually a trailblazer. You watch next year. There's a story in one of the papers, right? There's a woman, and her job, she's employed by like one of the big supermarkets, and her job yeah. is to watch Bake Off, right? The Great British Bake Off, and if there's any unusual ingredients, right, that they use, she then goes to let's say it's Tesco, phones up Tesco and says, right, they're using this ingredient order a shed load of it because it's going to be big this summer right yeah. um well she should be listening to this show because you mark my words dog's milk is going to be huge it's going to be the yeah. must-have drink dog's milk you heard it here first you heard it here first damien dog's milk the thing is Rod, just one more point if you had i don't know if, I don't, if people have pet cows if you had a pet cow and you drunk its milk that would be completely normal yeah so why can you not drink? Hang on a minute. Sorry, did you say people have pet cows? No, I'm just saying, do people have pet cows? I remember once being in a vet years and years ago when we had a dog. Years ago, and yeah. so, someone brought a sheep in on a lead. <laughs> so that's kind of pet-ish. Yeah. Here's the yeah. thing in the vets, right? How come the dogs? Oh yeah, dogs. Dogs allowed to wander around. But bring the dog into the vet. Yeah, your dog always oh, a dog. But the cats have to sit in those little um, carry cases, the little boxes. Oh, yeah. That doesn't yeah. seem fair yeah. to me. Why can't the cats yeah. stroll around? I have no idea. I can't answer well, that. Well, Damien, that's your project this evening, is to go away and think about it. Thank you. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Claire, you'll be up next. Um, if anybody has experience of those, um, what are they, AMSRs, is that ASMR videos, then, um, do let me know. Um, uh, what is it supposed to do? I'm guessing, I used to be a hypnotist, true story, used to be a stage hypnotist, and the way you hypnotise someone is, um, you're kind of distracting one part of their brain. So the other part of the brain sort of goes to sleep, and you're, you're, you're tricking the brain. Um, and I'm guessing that's what the ASMR videos are doing. It's kind of, it's, it's tricking one part of your brain into coming forward. 
and the other part of the brain that, that, that would normally be thinking and acting and working um, relaxes. Oh. Claire. Good evening, Claire. Hello. Hello, Claire. Sorry to keep you waiting so long. I do, I do apologise. We've had way more calls than I was expecting this evening, so thank you for your patience. Not at all. What have you got for us, Claire? What have I got for you? It's what you've had for me. So oh. you ask for people to ring in if you've never called in before. Yeah. So now I think I've almost got a stutter after hearing that video. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I know how to cure it. I've got to shout at you. That, and we can cure <laughs> yeah, stutters now. That's fine. That's easy. No, that was bizarre. So, um, and I only started listening when May was talking and being all lovely to you and then just went bizarrely on a tangent. Yes. May, May I, I, let's be honest, guys. The show was pretty highbrow <laughs> until May came on. <laughs> And dragged us into the gutter by talking about how she um, finished off her cat. Oh, I thought, see, I thought she was so lovely to you, yeah. going, oh, but Lee, uh, Lee, Lee's just been getting me through my student years and all this, and then she yeah. just went off on bit weird. Absolute filth. And I, 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 I should say, um, mate, we have passed your um, details on to the RSPCA and <laughs> also the police, because that call was <clears throat> messed up. Yeah, a little bit. Me- a little, little bit, bit messed up. But still, you know, this this is the joy of, of, of doing a show at, late at night is where where else, you know, what other time of the day would you get a, a seemingly sweet-sounding young lady phoning up talking about um, finishing her cat off? And if you've just tuned in and you don't know what we're talking about, I ain't telling you, guys. You, sh- you should have been here a couple of hours ago. They missed it. You, you, they, they missed it. Probably for the best that they missed it. Anyway, you see, and it's and I blame Adam Buxton. So that's why I started listening into your show because I listened to your podcast that you did with him. Oh, all right, another one from uh, from Adam. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, okay, I listened because you were talking very highly about your nighttime listeners about how it's a different kind of experience. Yes. I thought I was listening, and by God, oh, are you <laughs> right. are you saying tonight is the first night you've ever listened? Properly, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, you were right. You were right. No, you weren't wrong. So, What would you normally be doing at the, the, the kind of this time of the night? Would, are you, are you a, a radio fan or do you, are you a reader? You watch telly? I say reader as though that's exclusive. That's the only <sighs> thing you can be. But what would you normally be, what would you normally be doing? Now I would normally be asleep oh, hours ago. There we so go. That's, that's, there you go. That's You're a welcome. That's a victory yeah. to us. Um, and like like your previous listener, I've been involved in community radio locally as well. So oh, I do okay. Like now, d- d- what, d- in what? D- explain exactly what community radio is, because I, 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 it means different things to different people. So, in what 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 was it you were doing? Well, it's just. I mean, it's all voluntary people coming along and doing their little shows whatever they want to do if they've got a particular music style that they want to do or they're kind of given free reign it's quite nice and you said that there's nobody that gets a chance now to kind of learn their craft or anything but on the community stations they still are like there's 16 year old girl been given a show and it's quite nice and i'm going to ask a question that might sound rude and i don't mean it to I, I mean it just in a practical sense do people listen I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's a, a good that's answer. Thing, isn't it? Yeah, good answer. But as you're saying, if you're learning your craft, yeah, yeah. And, it, and you want that um, experience, uh, you know, it still is out there. 
That's an excellent answer, Claire, and I, I, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but there aren't that many of them, are there? No. No, there's not that many. And as you say, all of the kind of local stations are owned by a bigger corporation. They all do sound the same, don't they? I completely agree with that. The yeah. local kind of thing is gone. And here's the thing. I never wanted to be on radio. I wanted It was always telly. Telly was always the thing I was going to do. When I did this thing in yeah. Milton Keynes... Um, I did it, and I, I hated it, to be honest. And I worked with some really good people, some really lovely people, um, yeah. uh, but I, I, I hated it. And after six months, I said, do you know what, this isn't for me. And I left, and I say, luckily I walked into a TV job. And yeah. um, and that was okay for a while. And I never really wanted to do radio, but by necessity, when the TV work dried up and I got mm. offered radio, I had no other choice. I thought, well, flipping out, I might as well do it, but I don't want to. But I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad I did it, because... Um, I genuinely prefer doing this. I did a TV show for Channel 5 at the weekend, right? And I haven't done a live TV show for years and years and years. And I loved it, and it was great, and I had a lot of fun, and I'd love to do it again, and it pays a lot more than radio. But (laughs) I genuinely get more satisfaction out of doing this and trying to do something a bit different than I do standing in front of a TV camera and reading an auto cue, you know? And um, I'm lucky that I kind of fell into it. I'm lucky that the TV work dried up when it did. I'm lucky that LBC, um, after nine months, nine months of me not working, and I was skint, man, because I was spending like I was still working. Um, LBC Mm. uh, offered me a a, a job, and um, it it turns out I was quite good at it, you know, after a bit of coaching and uh, fashion. So I love it. Radio, for me, is is where the power is, man, because it's instant, you know. And if tonight doesn't work... It don't matter, because we'll come back tomorrow, and tomorrow probably will work, you know. And if Kath has an idea, we can do it now. Or if I have an idea, we can do it now. And if, you know, it's kind of the immediacy of radio that you don't get with TV. No, of course. Yeah, of course, because then it's only, like, months later or anything that you're going to... It's actually going to get out there, and you're going to start getting the feedback. Yeah. Whereas, as you say, you've got this now. And what I love as well is when you're listening to stations from other countries, like in Ireland... They're so lax about language. So that's probably why you love the whole late night thing. Is, does Ireland, are they allowed to swear on Irish radio? A little bit, yeah. Way more than here. Because like we're not. We're, we're, um, the talk is a little bit, is, is certainly the loosest station in terms of language that I've ever worked on. And we were spo- speaking once to Andy Goldstein, who's in Talk Sport, which is kind of next door to us. Um, yeah. And he was saying he would let the S word out. Um, I, I, I think we've let it out once or twice, but generally we dump it. Uh, the rules mm. on swearing on <clears throat> radio in this country are really strict. They're a yeah. little bit looser for this because it's a late night show and because, you know, we talk about, I don't know, contentious issues. I don't even know if that's true, actually. But, um, <laughs> and, and uh, 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 Ofcom, I've never had an Ofcom upheld because they know me. They, they, Ofcom are really fair and they listen to the show and they get it. Yeah. Um, but the rules on swearing are still are, are still much much stricter than TV. You know, we couldn't let an f bomb go, uh, an s possibly. Um, mm-hmm. y- but y- yeah, it, it's kind of it's it's quite strict, which I think is is sort of right, really, because um, we get kids listening. A, we get kids listening from around the world, but B, we also get naughty kids listening in bed, and. Um, I don't think there's any need for swearing on the radio, 
really and i've done it occasionally and i sometimes pull people up when they do and it's just to score points quite often but um i don't think there's there's it makes you work harder i think not having swearing makes you work harder it does but have you ever had a conversation with an irish person and the, there's lots of language mm. fruity language that's just been dropped in but you don't kind of pick up on half of it because it's in context and it's it's said in a certain way yeah that, and that's the kind of language that it is there then when you're listening to their radio it's just dropped in so you don't oh, it's not to... for effect it's not for kind of reaction or anything it's just part of the language yeah i'm gonna have to have a little listen to the potty mouthed uh, irish presenters <laughs> yeah. i know it's time it's time for effing abba <laughs> it's effing abba what a pile of double i can't do it but um no no you can't do it but no they'll say feck a lot are you allowed to say feck uh thick feck oh feck uh yeah you can and that's the weird thing you can say feck but we all know what feck means yeah of course we do but that's why people say it over there because Uh, it was like when you had a religious parent you would never say the other word but you'd you'd get away with a feck you might still get hit on the head i always think it's weird as well that we say the c word because now i've said (laughs) the c word that word's in your head the actual word is in your head so by saying the c word it's kind of the same as actually saying the c word because yeah. you, but you, you, because you're hearing the c word. Yeah, weird, isn't it? Language is weird. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really. Weird. They did it um, in Battlestar Galactica, the remake of a few years ago. They Ooh. did it brilliantly um, with with the word frack. Now, frack obviously means now it means to you know to dig under people's homes and get get oil. But they Ooh. would say frack, and it was like a you know a, 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 a prime time show, and you would get these these people would get angry, and go oh fracking hell. And I'm gonna fracking kill you. And it, we all knew, and it, basically in, in this alternate universe of Battlestar Galactica, frack was their F word. And it was beautiful because you would get these people really angry and they'd say, I'm gonna fracking kill you. And you knew what they meant, but you could let your kids watch it. You know, yeah, yeah. really yeah. clever, I thought. Uh, it Claire- like Al in Home and Away. Was it Al? Was that his name? You're flaming, go, ah. Yeah, exactly. You knew what you meant. Flaming. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, listen, it's really nice to talk to you. I've got to move on. Um, I've got Tia coming up next, and maybe you, if you want to give us a call, 0844 499 This is Talk Radio. Talk. Oh! Well, dear listener, it was only 15 minutes to go, and we, um, we, it looks like we made it once again. Tia! Who's Tia? Was, what, what, who are you? Tia. Tia. Not Tia. 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 What? Tia. But Tia's a name, isn't it? It's, I've never heard the name. Is Thea a name? Well, obviously it's it is. for Dorothea. For Dorothea? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Well, I apologise, uh, Thea, for getting your, uh... Right. Ian. Name. Yes. I love you. Oh. Uh-oh. Stalker. My mum, who died on Sunday, she also loved oh, you too. Oh, Thea, I'm sorry to hear that. Bless your oh, I'm not. I don't mom. want to bring the tone down. No, no, bless your delightful mum. I'm sorry for your loss. That's At all? Yeah. I just want to say that, um, you know, I saw her in the mortuary today, and, you know, it's all fine. There's nothing to be worried about, honestly. Well, I'm glad that you, um, I'm glad you feel that way at the moment. Um... But no, I've, we, we both followed your, your career for a long time, and um, I just think you're a great broadcaster. What was, uh, can I ask what mum's name is? Joan. Joan. Oh, Joan was my nan's name. Joan's a proper, oh, Joan's a proper name, lovely. isn't it? It's a proper name. And um, how's your mum these days? She is, um, she's all right. 
she was very ill and then they fixed her but um she's all right do you know i saw her last week for the first time in absolutely ages because i find it really upsetting going to see her because she's just so physically um uh weakened and mentally she um she's she's not she's not i mean she's there yeah. But she's not as there as um, I would like her to be. And I just, I've, you know, it's not my mum. When I go and visit her, it's not really my mum. It's the disease that I'm visiting, and, and that upsets me quite a lot. Well, she has MS, doesn't she? She's got it, and she's got really bad. I've never seen anyone with MS as bad as that. And I've seen a lot of people with it. And, um, yeah, she's. She, uh, I, I should take the boys to see her next week. Um, it's tough, though, Ian. It's yeah, tough. she's not great. It's not great, and I know you love your mum dearly. And, yeah. and oh, but you're, you're so you're so serious tonight. You're so what? hang you're on, not it's serious. Seri- serious? We've been we've been talking about milking dogs. Uneasy. Yeah, we've been talking about milking dogs. Well, that's true. So that's not that's not that serious. That's quite tame for you. I'm old now. I'm old, <laughs> and I'm, I'm 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 I have been tamed by getting the sack from everywhere, and present- I wanted to call this show uh, Ian Lee's Last Chance Saloon, um, and they they poo pooed <laughs> that, but um you know I I, I just just I, I'm older and a bit you know a bit more gentle I think okay okay but, you know. And that's good. We all we all mellow, don't we? We are. We all mellow. I th- well, some people. You know, do. I never I never talked to you on the eleven o'clock show at all. No. No, not, a lot of people didn't. A lot of I people thought, didn't. I thought, who is this twerp? Yeah. Well. But do you know what? I've grown to really, you know, the, you're, you're quite an integral part of my life. Well, I'm not being funny. That sounds a bit creepy. No, no, no. It sounds, it's, it sounds delightful, and I get it. I get it, because radio is, is, is important to a lot of people. The yeah, and radio show, I love. The and, and the show fact wasn't that me. my mum, you know, has gone so recently. Yeah. It just felt right to phone you tonight. When I, when I tuned into Periscope and you said first-time callers, or I've only called you once on LBC, I thought... Go for it. Did I, I, right. did I ever speak to Joan? You never spoke to Joan. Oh, okay. What did, no. what did we talk about when you called me on LBC? Well, <laughs> I think you were, you were pushing, it was before you were married, and I think you were pushing some um, pictures up in your flat. Oh, right. Really? Okay. You sort of hinted that you were with somebody, but it was before you married, and... Oh. Maybe I was a bit jealous. Oh, here we go. Here I we said, go. you need some help to put those pictures up. And you said, I've got help, thank you. I've got help, thank you very much. That put me in my place. Yeah, well, there you I'm go. so delighted that you're married and oh. you've got kids yeah. and it's great. Well, I love that. It's, you know, it's, it's funny, isn't it? I, 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 um, it feels like just a few days ago I was messing around with my mates and getting drunk, and now yeah. I'm a I'm a dad and I've got two gorgeous little boys who I've not seen for three weeks, and I get to see them on Saturday because they come back from holiday, yeah. and they shall um, go nuts when they see me at the airport, and I'm very excited about. Have that. they been to Greece? They've been to Greece, and yeah. I couldn't go because I was doing this, and then the week off. I was doing some other stuff and la la la. So I've missed my boys. And I terribly. saw you on on five thing on Saturday on five. I thought you were great. That was all right, wasn't it? That was a bit of fun. Oh yeah. Gabby's the, Gabby is the most delightful person in the world. I, I don't think I've met Gabby before. I might have met her once briefly, but within minutes of meeting her, yes. it, I was telling her all kinds of secrets. <laughs> it's like it's like she's one of those people where yeah. she just she just she just picked up on something and she asked me a question 
And yeah. normally I would gloss over it, but I just, I went straight and told her everything. And she was, um, she's like, it's like you, you've known her for years. Yes. Lovely. Can I tell you just a funny story about Gabby Roslin? Oh, yeah, go on. Well, when my, I was with my mum and dad. Yeah. My dad passed away a couple of years ago. Um, we were at a race course. I think we were at, at um, oh, one of the race courses in Surrey anyway. And we got to a charity race thing. And, and um, my niece was with me, Abby, and she's called Abby. Yeah. And my dad called out. Abby went running off. She was about five at the time. No, younger than that. And my dad called out, Abby, Abby, come here. And what? Gabby was there because it was a, a celebrity sort of charity yeah. event. yeah. And Gabby turned round and said to my dad, I guess thinking that my dad had recognised her, yeah. oh, yes. And he said, not you. <laughs> <laughs> and we often tell that story in the family, and I, and I hope if you ever see her again, <laughs> could you just say that if ever she remembers, oh, I don't know, about 15 years ago, this elderly man but this rather gruff man saying gruff not man you. shouting at, her at a race course oh that's a lovely story he too. didn't mean anything by it no of course not but your mum is your mum a home or is she she is in a care home yeah um where they for the most part they take excellent care of her apart from when one of the carers nicked um, some money from her safe okay yeah, okay yeah. okay the nick 90 quid from a nice one guys thanks apart from yeah. that though they the, 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 apart from one bad apple which we never found out who it was oh. everybody there is delightful but you know hang on in there my dad was in a care home and then a nursing home with alzheimer's yeah. and he him and mum dedicated their body to medical science and unfortunately oh. mum died suddenly oh. and once you have a post-mortem you can't go to medical science Can you not? i did not know that Okay. I suppose because they, well, because of the, 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 what they have to do in a post-mortem, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, um, that's what distressed me most. Not that my mum had died. She's had a good and full life, died yeah. at 88. Yeah. It was the fact that her long-felt wish that she wanted to yeah. be useful after life <laughs> was not going to be fulfilled. But, of course, my brother has convinced me, and you remind me of my brother very much, my brother has convinced me that actually... She has done it, really, but in a different way. Because, of course, the po- things of this show is that people can call in about literally anything. Yeah. And, and I just think death, we, us British, we brush it under the carpet. Yeah. Oh, I've said for ages that we should teach it in schools. Oh, yeah. Because no one talks about it. It's no one talks good, about you know. it. I mean, Mum and I, we talked about it openly. We, you know, it wasn't a death is life sort of thing yeah well it's going to happen to all of us man you know and and yet we don't you're right we don't talk about it and we don't find out what our, our loved ones want no. you know to happen to them when they pass away or you know and it's um Asleep. we don't we don't know people's passwords for their facebook and their twitter accounts i remember for ages when my dad died yeah. he, he would pop up in my facebook feed and it was like oh it would just yeah. break my heart every time yes i loved your story about your dad that you, you know, you oh. found it so hard to... Yeah. What there can was, I say? There was a waste op- wasted opportunity. Sort of mend that relationship? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, that must have been tough. Yeah. I told my mum all about that. Oh, well, I'm glad, I'm glad that she was... Um, <laughs> I'm glad that she listened and she enjoyed it. Thea, listen, I've got to move on because I've got... I want to squeeze Sam in before the end of the show, but... Ian, keep on... Keep keep on in there. Keep trucking. Thank you very much, Thea, and it's really nice to talk to you, and, and, and lots of love to you and to Mum and Dad, wherever they may be now. Thank you for that. Hey, yeah, yeah.
let's go to Sam. Hello, Sam. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Sam. How you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. I feel I need to uh, lift things a bit. But... No, no, this is the... <laughs> so, it's yeah, it's, no, it's a clunky gear change. I'm a big fan of... No one does the clunky gear changes where you go from light to shade, then back to light. Beautiful. That's that's life, man. It's life. What you got for us, Sam? Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to ring in. Um, I spoke to you oh, probably a couple of months ago now, um, and I remember talking to you about Scrupulous Pip, um, and I was on the way to a job earlier, and I wanted to ring in earlier, but I couldn't, but I heard that you were going to be uh, maybe on his podcast, and he's hopefully going to come in, yeah, and I thought, that's awesome. He's coming on the show, and uh, it, we, we've been emailing each other a little bit, not not massively, but I asked him, because I've wanted him to come on for ages, right, but I don't know that much about him, but the little bits I do know, I really, really like. And yeah, he's a very interesting chap. Yeah, yeah, he is, and... um I know that he follows me on Twitter, but I hate doing the, just asking people to come on the show in case they don't want to, you know, so I didn't want to put him in an awkward position, but I heard him on th- another radio station, and I thought, oh, I'm going to order his book, because I want to get his book, and I'm just going to tweet him and just say, look, do you fancy coming on, man? No worries if you don't. And he said he'd love to, and he asked me on his podcast, and we've been emailing each other, and I said, look, let me get the book, let me read the book. And then I'll send you some dates, and you can come on, and we'll, we'll sort something out. So yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, I've, I've ordered the book, and he's uh, yeah. I mean, there's some really interesting things. Like he's got a stutter, yeah, um, yeah, which is ridiculous when you listen to how he's able to put things to music. Mm. Um, how anyone can do that with a stutter is amazing. And he's got some really interesting techniques. I've heard him talk about and stuff, and been interviewed. So yeah, no, that's good. I just and thought, I know he talks um, a really lot. Of, he talks a lot about men, men's mental health. He does, yeah, and, and um, you know, men's suicide and stuff like that. Uh, which I'm kind of linked with to a certain extent. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to him. And a lot of people have suggested that I, I get him on. And, um, I, I appreciate everyone that, 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 that nudged me. Good, good. And, uh, um, um, that was kind of it, really. I've, I've spent my last, uh, couple of days off sort of listening to some old, uh, YouTube clips of you and Barry. Um, I, c- I cannot say how much you two make me chuckle. Um, and when the amount of times you announced that a little bit of weed's come out, um, it's just, uh, it just makes me chuckle a lot. So thank you for that. Sam, um, yeah. Sam, you're it. an absolute pleasure. Alice, I'm going to move on because I want to squeeze Matthew in this last call, but thank you, Sam. Matthew, you made it. You made it. You made it with two minutes to spare, Matthew. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Matthew. You're right. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you very much. I'm tired, but I am feeling refreshed after tonight's show. And here's the thing, man. I'm going to go home and I'm going to play Xbox for an hour or so. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That uh, sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'll do. What you got for us, Matthew? In the in the dying moments of the show, I haven't really got anything. I just kind of wanted to pop my head in, say that I've been listening for about six years. Always been really nervous to call you. People are nervous to call. And I saw lots of people on on Twitter and Periscope and and the Facebook page saying, "Oh, I'd like to call him, but I'm a little bit um, nervous." G- have you got any? I and I don't think there is. But is there anything I could do, Matthew, to make it less nerve wracking? Um, not really. Yeah, it's just dependent on the person. I think it is, and I mean, I try and make people as as welcome as um as i can and um i mean if people are idiots i, I I'll, I'll tell them they're idiots 
I try and be honest with people, but I try and make people as, 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 as welcome as they can. But I guess, you know, it's, it's just a weird thing, isn't it? To phone up a radio station at five minutes to one. It's, it's a little bit nuts, isn't it? Yeah, I feel a little bit weird in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. Um, but you did it, mate. You did it. And I, and you're the last caller of, of what has been a very special evening. So thank you very much. Yeah, I just wanted to call up because I do, you know, the YouTube stuff for you and all that. Oh, is it Matthew Matthew? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise it's Matthew Stevenson! Yeah. (laughs) Oh, mate, I didn't realise it was you! Oh, this guy, right. Um, yeah, give give people your Twitter handle and I'll tell you why you need it. Just give them your Twitter handle. It's at MattyStevo93, and that's S-T-E-V-O. Right, because if you want hooky copies of the whole shows, at MattyStevo, what was it? 93. You need to follow this guy. Oh, man, listen. Thank you so much. We've got literally 20 seconds, so uh, my turn to speak. Thank you so much for all of the hard work you do, and I know that you've been struggling a bit recently, and I was going to reach out, and I didn't, because I was struggling, but I I really, genuinely, really appreciate everything you do to help promote the show and stuff, man, so thank you. Uh, It's an absolute pleasure, and, you know, thank you for everything you do on the radio. What a delightful way to end the show, Matthew. Thank you very much. Thank you, Kath. Thank you, Ed. Back tonight at 10. Ta-ta. Talk Radio. Join the Talk Nation. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking. 